boy, the next word that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit, because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kill the Cast. We are back. My name is Jerry, and with me, as always, is the very quotable Jay. There are ghosts in the basement. This basement? Of course this basement! What is it with you people? If it was the basement next door, I wouldn't give a shit, would I? <gasps> oh, fucking... Oh, that was a great fucking choice. Oh, I did not see that one coming. And, uh, of course, we have the Silent Hill biker himself, Kenneth. Hell yeah, good old Uncle Kenneth, ready to go. And Creepy uncle my parents won't leave me alone with anymore. My parents would leave me alone. They would be like, here, learn something. (laughs) Anyway, and from the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast, the Married with Children podcast, uh, the MMA uh, Ultimate Fighters uh, podcast, the Vestron Video title podcast, the Netflix and uh, Chill podcast, um, Defunct podcast likes the X-Files podcast, and many, many others, we have JP Shot. You forgot a double shot of horror... You forgot. Okay, okay, calm down. Hey, okay, Jamie Sammons, calm down. Jesus. (laughs) And as a even more special uh, surprise, we've got the exploding head himself, the ABCs of hidden horror man with a plan, Dave motherfucking Z. Hey, what's happening? So happy to be here. Formerly of Banana Laser and Skeleton Crew, even though he was just on another Skeleton Crew, which was nice to see. And uh, future, uh, I don't know, husband of Christian? I don't know. No, no, that's Brandon. Thank you. Uh, First of all, Brandon is not marrying Christian because I've got dibs on that ass. Okay? Me and Watson have already, like, like, we already know who gets him what weekends. We've already planned this out. Okay? Oh, yeah, (laughs) Brandon. Grab Ass Podcast 2010. Yep. It's coming. Grab Ass Cast. I'm the way. Um, nice. So, with that being said, now that everyone's here, uh, Jay, what have you been doing this week? Uh, fucking working, and that's it. Just working. All right. I, I hope you're nothing. fucking at work also. Yes. Fucking, comma, working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spill, aisle two. <laughs> All it's right. sticky, I don't know why. <laughs> Man, this milk has really gone bad. It tastes really salty. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's Norwegian. Anyway, that was a bad joke. Kenneth, what have you been doing this week? Uh, working mostly. I finally watched that movie Incarnate. Has anybody else watched Incarnate? No. No. Uh, it, was like, it, was, it, it was like a combination of... Um, let me see the best way I can think of it. The the Exorcist, the Cell, and uh, Constantine. So it's a guy who's off to destroy demons when he meets a girl who's possessed by a demon who can't stop using Twitter. Something like that, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, and as for me i've been watching sons of anarchy because of kenneth and alex so that's pretty much all i've been fucking doing so we'll move right along jp what have you been doing man just like these guys i've been working but i did squeeze in some some entertainment been playing mega man on uh xbox they like the legacy thing dude i don't know how the hell these kids back in the you know 
80s and, and 90s beat these games I, I i didn't get i had a nintendo but I, I really didn't come along until like sega genesis but dude mega man is one of the hardest games i've ever played in my life like i can't even finish a stage if you play, insane if you, you play mega for nes yeah yeah if, oh, you play, awesome. if you play mega man 2 if you beat metal man first he has the best weapon in the game you can like fucking roll through motherfuckers once you have okay his. but what about mega man 1 uh no you're fucked I finally oh, I've beaten three. Actually, hold on, hold on. Using to save let's me. hold up. Let's go to Jay here because Jay is probably the best video gamer here. Jay, how do you beat Mega Man One? Uh, with skill, bro. <laughs> it's, no, so the Mega Man games are all about memorization. You're gonna die a bunch of times until you learn the stage, and then you just do it. S- sounds it. about right because that's what happened. I died. That's I all died, it is because the stage never that. changes. The enemy yeah. patterns they don't change. So once you learn all that, you're good to go. Those damn Sounds disappearing like blocks are the worst. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and oh, yeah. second, I watched. Uh, I Wait, watched what I think third is. One. <laughs> oh my right. god! The third yeah. one is disappearing teleporting blocks. Yeah. Holy shit. <clears throat> Though Mega Man, <clears throat> I think Mega Man two and three are the best in the series. Personally, that's when you cheat and she's rush and fly across the stage. There that's also true. So, I can't believe we're talking about Mega Man games. I beat these games like fucking 20 years ago and we're talking <laughs> about them now is my favorite so video game series of all time yeah you have never one of them signed right? I, never I really have a shrine it. i have a shrine and i have the copy of Mega Man 2 signed by inafune who's the guy who invented the games and mark erickson who's the guy who drew the terrible Mega Man holding a pistol box art <laughs> i remember oh that. yeah that that yeah <laughs> that covers funny uh, that's i thought funny. uh what's his name uh Matsushimura was the inventor of Mega Man. No, it's definitely Infune. What the fuck? Really? I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. But... He was Welcome to the Mega Man podcast. Who's Miyamoto? Talk Mega Man all the time. That's Nintendo guy. He's Mario and Zelda and everything good that right, that's is on the Nintendo. Name <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, Matsushima. Yeah, he was like the lead programmer, I thought, because it was a game. Wasn't it released by... Uh... I'm not talking about the fucking programmer. Yeah, I'm we're talking about, about the guy like... that invented the story and the characters and the art and... Oh, yeah. you guys are talking about it from a, the actual, a different perspective. The I'm actual sorry. creator of, of the idea of everything. And he was oh, also I, like lead person on every single Mega Man project for a long time. Okay. I was thinking of Capcom and the programmer. And oh, yeah. no. The yeah. NES box that I had in my room. And, okay. All right. We're going right. back to a retro general. gaming podcast now. Fuck <laughs> movies. Uh, Dave Z, what have you been up to this week? You know, it's actually. Uh, for the first time in a while, it's been pretty uneventful. Uh, just working like everybody else, regular eight-hour days, and chilling, watching movies, watching a lot of slashers, watching uh, 2017 horror movies, and uh, yeah, just watching stuff for podcasts, really, just kicking it, you know? Not much. Not much. I went to the movies yesterday. I saw the new Annabelle. Oh, yeah? So. Thumbs up, thumbs down? How you f- like? Not a, Don't yeah. give a full thing, because I know you're probably going to do it on Exploding Heads, but... Thumbs up, thumbs no. down. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It, it, it's funny because we have a the show wasn't out yet, but but time by the time it comes out, you know, this comes out, you probably oh who knows? It's hard to say. You, you do it in, in like a day, so I don't know. But somebody asked us a question last show, and they said, "What do you think about the buzz about this Annabelle?" Yada yada, and I was like, "I predict that this is going to be just like uh, Ouija Origins was, because it was better than the first, but I don't think it's going to be like freaking a top ten movie of the year." And I sure enough, thing. guess what? That that's that's the impression I got when I left yesterday. That it's better than the first for sure, 
It's a good movie. It's not great, but it's definitely worth your time. So oh. it's just a. I show. thought the first Annabelle was fucking terrible. Most everybody, do. everybody thinks that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Everyone I had to thinks. Watch, listen, I had to watch the first fifteen minutes again yesterday because the way this one ends, the new one, it sets it up, and I, was, I had to be refreshed because I only saw it once. Sure enough, I start watching it with my wife, and we're fifteen minutes in, and I wanted to keep watching it, and. Mm. Everybody hates it, and to me, it's just like an average flick. It, it's I like, didn't hate it. I would have gave it so much more props if at the end when she was smacking the doll against the wall and then threw it and it started to cry, if she had actually killed her baby. I'd have been like, oh, best horror movie ever. Yeah, it would have helped. And the baby in the beginning. <laughs> Fair the enough. See, the beginning got that's stabbed. how bad I hated it because I don't even remember what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, <laughs> I just know I've seen it. So... Tonight, guys, we've got a very special occasion. We are doing Best of the 2000s, where all five of us will go through and pick our favorite movie, plus a runner-up for each year, 2000 to 2009. We have done this twice now. The first one was me, Kenneth, and Jay, as we did Best of the 80s. And then Alex paid me money to use the idea for the Skeleton Crew. (laughs) And then I backdoored him and made sure that I also got to be on the show then Kenneth backdoored me so he could be on the show. So Best Hell of yeah. the 90s was a Skeleton Crew show that had um, Alex, Dan, me, and Kenneth. It was and, basically a train on Alex. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> well, I mostly just talk shit to Dave. Not Dave. What the fuck? Me. Dan. Dan. You I wish was, it was me. I was looking at you, and you're getting my kicks off. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Love them so, oh, oh, by the way, JP. Yo. Cat. Whoa. Oh, that's wow. insane. I told you. I, everyone's going to be like, what the fuck? Because I'm going to leave this It's in, like but... weighted down. Yeah. I, no, he'll, he's good. I can lean all the way back. He's fine. He is a master at um, that whole Cats thing. Cats do have balance. Cats do have balance. So. With that being said, we are going to do that uh, whole damn thing. All of us. Everyone strap in. This is going to be a long show, and I know everyone's going, what the fuck, kill the cast. Quit doing long shows. I promise you we will go back to shorter shows here soon. Our ideas are just getting bigger than our dicks, unfortunately. (laughs) Bigger than your dick. Way, way bigger. Yeah. Uh, Jay's the only one here who has a penis that can be seen without the use of a microscope. (laughs) I know. I've seen it. (laughs) So, with that being said, we're going to kick off the party with the year 2000 and Dracula 2000. God oh, wait, damn it, Jay, you're fired. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we're starting with Kenneth. Kenneth, what movies are you picking for the year 2000? Okay. So I'm going to start off very first with, uh, I don't give a fuck whether it says two. I could, I, I had, I couldn't choose between these three. So, uh, it's going to be American psycho ginger snaps and Requiem for a dream. All right, start explaining. Okay. <laughs> American Psycho and Ginger Snaps, they need no explanation. Okay. if I mean, if people out there haven't seen American Psycho and Ginger Snaps, then why are you listening to this podcast? Maybe so they can get <laughs> suggestions on good horror movies, Kenneth. Yeah, you do. I, don't, I <laughs> don't give a fuck. Okay, when it really comes down to it, I don't care. Requiem for a Dream, on the other hand, it's one of those movies that's horrific to me. And the reason being is because, you know, I'm a recovering addict. I've been an addict, a uh, recovering addict for uh, going on 12 years now. 
And, uh, you know, so that's how long I've been sober. And I view Requiem for a Dream as addiction being the monster. And if other people watch this movie and, and see it that way after me saying this, then, um, you know, I, I, I think it's a great thing. And that's the way I look at it. And, and it's, it, it even ends horrifying. You know, you see all the you see these terrible things that are happening to these people because of their horrible choices that they're making. Even even that guy's mom, you know, what I'm saying she gets all tripped out on diet pills and a refrigerator is going to attack her, you know, and then the end of it where Buddy loses his arm because his track marks get infected. So, I mean, that whole thing to me is just I I'd probably have to put that American Psycho and Ginger Snaps are my are two of my favorites, but I'd probably have to put Requiem for a Dream at the top. That movie's fucked up and it was awesome. And it had great acting in it. Fair enough. And I knew you when you did drugs, and it was funny to watch you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no joke. One time we went to a concert. Um, it, I think it was an ICP <laughs> concert. It was either ICP yeah. or Twisted, one of the two. Kenneth and this other guy. No, at a, if you go to a Juggalo show, you end up going a couple hours early, early and like people grill and then out. Everybody stands outside and says "woo woo." Yeah, like twenty oh, million times, it. and you grill out. And in yeah, Georgia, yeah. Georgia gets crazy. Like we have wrestling going on. We've got uh, new chicks going on. Uh, remember that one time I skateboarded? Uh, I tried to kickflip off that huge fucking ledge into grass. That was a terrible yeah, idea. Can't kickflip. I know I couldn't. I fucking failed that shit. Uh, but Kenneth passed out next to another guy they're both just sitting in random lawn chairs because they had both just eaten too many xanaxes yeah it was there's pictures floating around somewhere of both of us just passed out next to each other oh yeah i gotta find this was it like you know this was the the the, yeah from the pictures apparently i was passed out at at four in the afternoon and it looked like i should have been passed out after a whole night at about three or four a.m And also, keep in mind, this is when Kenneth had no hair. He had, like, yeah. a shaved head. And, like, he had just, like, a small goatee. That was it. It was crazy looking. So, with that being said, JP, what you got? All right. So, uh, one, of, one of my first, I was going to ask Kenneth, what, like, what, why he would consider Requiem for a Dream Horror. That was, that was what I was going to ask, but he explained it. Uh, my runner-up is ginger snaps uh which i agree man it's to me it's my favorite werewolf film of all time i love the use of the the um you know period and be and becoming a woman tied in with the the uh the menstrual cycle and the cycle of the werewolf like i i just think it's genius i i love i've seen i've seen i've seen it done slightly before but it's never been done like that i love ginger and her and her sister um, just, just a great dynamic. Catherine Isabel's awesome. It's just, a, it's just a, it has a good atmosphere to it. It's set on Halloween. Um, I like that these two sisters are so close and they're, they're kind of like taking these pictures, just, just weirdos. You know what I mean? That I just like that movie a lot. And my number one, hold on, hold on. That yep. movie pisses me off because after I saw it, I tried to become a woman so I could become a werewolf. Did not become a werewolf <laughs> at all. That movie's a fucking liar. Did you get bit liar. by a wolf? Well, no, but I just thought if I became a woman, it would just happen. No, yeah, but see that dude. That dude was doing that too, and he got his period when he was peeing in the uh, when he was peeing in the yeah, urinal. I never pissed blood, not once. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Anyway, what's your uh, number one? My number one is Requiem for a Dream, 
and uh, oh, I, I picked Rick Ram for a dream ah. for similar reasons. Like I, I, I mean, I, I drugs have greatly affected, um, you know, my life. Uh, not me directly, but you know, uh, family, uh, friends, things like that. Uh, and it's just, it, I think it's one of the most powerful, shocking, terrifying movies ever, uh, especially. Uh, like he said with the um, the mother, man, I mean, because it, it's somebody that you don't expect. It could happen to anybody. You know, she, she didn't know what she was doing. She starts taking all these diet pills. She, you know, gets crazy. It, uh, that that was shocking to me. And, and you know, the uh, lead guy and, and his arm is just, you know, I've known so many people uh, who've, who've died from heroin and, and overdosed and, and got, you know, abscessed in, in their arm or whatever that is. And uh, it's it's just brutal. It's brutal. And you know, um, one of the one of the funniest things, or one of the craziest things about the movie is Marlon Wayans, like this yeah. guy who's who's usually doing these comedies and these like spoofs, has like a really serious role and he kills it. Uh, it's it's a great movie. I think I I know most people wouldn't consider it horror, but it is so dark, and and that's why it, it's my number one from the year. If it if I didn't include it, Ginger Snaps would be my number one, and Blair Witch Two would be my, my runner-up. I had a That's hard when time I asked not mentioning you. Blair Witch, too. I had a hard time not mentioning it because I think it's better than the first one. And, uh, well, yeah. You I also do. hate the first one, Kenneth. So. <laughs> That's true. I love the first one, to and I fair. love the sequel. Hmm. I actually like that new one better than I like the original. I mean, I still own the original, but uh, I like that new one that just came out better. I knew Kenneth was a phony. See, I don't even own the first Blair Witch. <laughs> phony, <laughs> you big fat phony. And I felt super confident coming in with Requiem for a Dream after he did because it was funny because <laughs> that's what I was asking you before the show. I was like, "Can I cheat?" Because I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll I'll say these three, and then it won't be as bad with Requiem." But then I just bumped Blair Witch off after he said Requiem. So. Yeah. Oh, that works. Glad hey, I could do that for you, dude. It works <laughs> yeah. out. So I've never seen it. What, no! Oh my movie. god, man! Yeah, me neither. I so oh, good. Such a good movie. I've owned it. Jay, I don't. I don't know how much you will like it, Jay, since it is a drug movie, and you've been really good about never touching a drug because you're better you than talk, most of us. Yeah, but I like me? fucked up shit. So you do like fucked up shit. So you <laughs> might actually like shit. it. It's disturbing, and the score. The score is one of the best parts of it. The score is used over and over again in other things. I see a reunion of the show yeah. where we all five just get together and review Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. And then on top of that, you get Jennifer Connelly's stunt ass. I guess that's how you would say that. Because <laughs> ah. it's not really her going ass to ass with, with the uh, double-headed dildo, but it looks yeah. like her, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I can pretend. All right, Jay, what do you got for 2000? Uh, Runner-up, I have American Psycho. Uh, it's a great flick. Everyone should watch it. Uh, number one is Battle Royale. Yeah. I knew somebody was going to come in with Battle Royale. <laughs> we can get to mine. So, <laughs> okay, so what do you like best about uh, the Hunger Games? I meant Battle Royale. My Battle Royale. <laughs> well, 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 well. Hey, hey Battle around. Royale did it first. Battle Royale was first. The book was I, guys, first. Guys, yeah. I know. I was making a joke. I don't think you know. I literally own the book. Terrible. I own the terrible. book. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you own the book. That doesn't mean you know anything. I own the book. I own you. I own this podcast. <laughs> I own God. I rented the devil for a day, but my spoon wasn't long enough to have dinner with him. So I think I know.
know what I'm talking about, Jay. Okay. Oh, all right. Fine then. Uh, I just I love the concept of the government taking its worst children and making them kill each other. That's fucking great. I agree. <laughs> we need to institutionalize it now. We should do something like that here. Show up at your door. Knock, knock. We saw your vine. Come with us. Also, the teacher. The teacher, well, not teacher, I guess, but the, the old dude at the beginning that like shoots oh. the kid in the head after he tells everyone the rules. That That's dude is fucking, awesome. He's in so You know on movies. IMDb, it does not classify Battle Royale as horror? horror? I, uh, Which is bullshit. Google classified it when I typed in horror movies 2000, and it popped right up. Yeah, yeah. True. So, Me and Jerry weird, were talking about this last night. It is weird. Yeah. It is weird. When we I don't know. I, I could see the argument for it not being a horror movie, but I could also see the argument for it being a horror movie. So I could see the argument, but so many films that are less horror are classified as horror, which what? makes me wonder. Okay, hold on. Right. Before before I let Dave Z go, I, how do y'all see an argument? I usually only hear them. <laughs> <laughs> with words stupid do you not see my face uh, I'm trying not to Dave you had a point you were trying to make what was it um, oh I was going to say well, well, we did a list on Exploding Heads once not too long ago and it was the top 20 films since uh, of the millennium since the year 2000 and I ended up leaving uh, Battle Royale and an- another one off the list I still shouted them out only because I was going strictly by IMDb, that particular show. So I left it off, but I do believe, in my opinion, that it belongs to... It should be on. I, I think it is horror. I mean, if Requiem's horror, although I haven't seen Requiem, I just... Re- Requiem's have... less horror than Battle Royale. Yeah. There you go. Well, well, Dave, what else do you believe in the year 2000? Ha! Huh. It's funny, because the year 2000 is such a great year. Well, first and foremost, I had the exact same picks in the exact same order that Jay had. My number one was Battle Royale. My number two is American Psycho. And Battle Royale, to me, is an epic movie. It's like Dawn of the Dead, in a way, where I could just put it on any time and watch it, and it's like two hours long, and it's interesting as fuck, and it's amazing. It's just a, it's, it's a comfort movie, like Dawn is. I could just put it on any time and just roll with it. And American Psycho, I mean... Patrick Bateman is one of the best freaking characters we've ever had in horror. I love those charismatic killers. There's so few of them. I love it. I think the movie itself is just is just brilliant. Uh, both, both, it's such a great year because I left my very favorite movie, werewolf movie ever, off the list. Ginger Snaps yeah, is my well, favorite. I left it off, hmm. and I left something else off the list. So I mean, it's it's an amazing year. I think 2000. Well, I guess it's up to me to return the VHS tapes in with two picks that none of y'all have picked. My runner-up is Shadow of the Vampire, a very great horror uh, drama that takes the... Okay, this is a movie, like, when I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be dumb as shit. You're literally taking the movie Nosferatu and then saying that they actually found a vampire and made the movie with an actual real vampire. That sounds dumb as shit to me, but it wasn't. I was entertained the whole time, and I think they do a good job recreating Nosferatu as a real vampire. Uh, Max Shrek is played by William Defoe, and it's fucking fantastic. It's the perfect blend of a fiction of putting fiction in a nonfiction event. It was great. Yeah. It was a I've never seen movie. it. You've never, never seen it. I've always wanted it to see so it. Good. It always oh. sounded interesting to me, Jerry. So I've, I've seen people review it, and it always looks so cool, but I just never got around to it. It's I highly recommend it. Um, I booted I booted a lot of movies that y'all picked off the list to include it. And my number one is Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. 
Um, it is a sequel to the original anime, but it's actually based off the third novel in the series. Um, and it's kind of funny. Both my picks are vampires. I'm actually not a big vampire fan. But yes, what I, you are. <laughs> just because I suck does not mean I'm a big vampire <laughs> fan, Jay. There's a difference between sucking blood and sucking dick. Dick is just filled with blood, but no blood comes out. I'm not looking for the blood to come out, Jay. You must be doing it wrong, then. Wait, how are you doing it? <laughs> come on, you ever seen I, I'm just going to ask a little bit ago if y'all cuss on this show. <laughs> huh? No, we don't fucking cuss on this show. Jesus, what are you, a pedophile? Yeah, God. watch your goddamn mouth. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so... But while I'm not a big fan of vampires, I am a big fan of vampire hunters. Whether it's it's Castlevania. I've never heard somebody say that. You've never heard <laughs> Vampire <laughs> Hunter? I'm not a big fan of vampires. I'm a big fan of vampire hunters. Uh, I am. I like to kill vampires. Fucking Castlevania <laughs> and Vampire D. Anyway, listen to these motherfuckers. This movie is amazing. Go see the original Vampire D. And don't worry, because I'm probably going to make uh, our boy JP watch this soon with my Patreon picks. After after I find a copy of the shittiest shot on video film I can find to make Jeremy watch, which might be one of the crazy, crazy fat Ethel movies. This is becoming fun because we got some bad stuff coming Dave's way too. Oh shit! That's oh, oh, all right. I've got I've got Brandon and Moods going head to head on reviewing the same movie. It's gonna be great. Anyway, so that's it. That those are the movies for 2000. So we're gonna move into 2001, and that brings us back to the Silent Hill biker himself. All right, so my 2001 was pretty easy to go with, but uh, I got uh, The Others as my runner-up, and I've got 13 Ghosts as my uh, my number one. Wow. Uh, and that's where my quote is from, for those who don't know. Oh, I the was others? wondering where it was from. I was going to ask, but I didn't want to be rude before I was introduced. Me too. I didn't know. Yeah, 13 Ghosts, <laughs> Matthew Lillard. I did my best Matthew Lillard impersonation. You hit me with the phone, <laughs> Dick. i chose i chose the others because i've always liked the uh the concept of uh you know the ghosts not knowing they're dead and you go through the whole thing and you know they don't really know they're dead so i I really like that you know and other ones that are like it too uh you know the haunted that came out for a while six cents all those i thought those I, i really dig those and then 13 Ghosts is just badass all the way around. I mean, it's got great comedy in it. It's got really, 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 you know, iconic actors in it. The 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 uh, the characters, the, the look of the ghosts were just fantastic, especially, you know, the hot naked one with cuts all I was going to say, how many times the have jacket. you jacked off to that one chick? Dude, dude, I, 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 I don't know. A lot. <laughs> I don't know. Endless <laughs> amounts. Yeah, I mean, you know. And uh, it, it was just overall, it was a really, really good time. You know, it you was know, a good remake. I liked it. I looked up the chick who played her once to see if she'd done anything else, and she's literally done, like, nothing else. Nope. Maybe she got into porn. Maybe she's in porn under a different name. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I nope, looked... I would know it. <laughs> <laughs> we do our homework around like, here. I know every single porn actress of all time. Actually, <laughs> actually, no. Kenneth probably does know close to every porn actress in the world. I, I don't... <laughs> The only person I know does he who know can... the girl from Married with Children who we just covered? Oh, uh, I haven't listened to the episode yet. Uh, uh, it's not out yet. Uh, well, you, but she was in a previous episode. 
Um, it's the chick Jade played by Terry. Wiggle. Terry Wiggle. Yeah. Her. Oh, everyone oh, knows shit. Terry Wiggle. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah she, some of us, she was famous in her day. Dave some of us uh, didn't have to watch 80s porn because we were lucky enough to grow up with the internet. So. <laughs> I was just about to say, Dave, how old are you? Me? I just turned oh, 45. Fuck. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Never. You know, you, yeah, you would know as well as me and as well as Jay, I think. I don't know about Jay. Watching porn on VHS back in the day. Huh. I've watched porn on VHS. I mean, yeah, I, I used to have a badass collection of porn. Uh, VHS, it actually. sucks when the movie's like four hours long and you only want to watch one scene and there's no chapter select on like a DVD. <laughs> so you're fucking fast forwarding through like two and a half hours of porn just to find that one scene. Like, God damn, I just oh. want to see her take it in the ass. <laughs> I would just fast forward and jack off faster. Kenneth's <laughs> 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 over here like, he was like, I like it when, it, when I fast forward. I get to see everything and it makes me work harder. Oh, yeah, speed beating. Speed beating. I used to make mixtapes mix of porn with VHS. Because, you know, VHSs were six hours. So what I would do is I would find my favorite girls. I would go rent the rent the film. The first think, compilation, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, dude. I would just put scene after scene after scene from different movies into a six-hour tape. And I had like ten six-hour tapes and... I made it over the course of like a year or two, man. That Hell shit. yeah, Dave Z's uh, butt nuggets. I actually okay. saw <laughs> the last one he ever made. It was called the PH virus. It was very good. Oh crap! <laughs> oh, that fucking bitch. That's yeah. a that's a secret joke for anyone who's been listening to Dave for a very fucking long time. <laughs> so let's get oh. back. Oh, okay, Kenneth. So, oh, I guess you're done. You, you explained that you picked one no, because of yeah. a naked chick with cuts. Woo-hoo. That makes sense. JP, what you got? All right. First, I do want to say uh, I love 13 Ghosts. I'm just scared to rewatch it because like House on Haunted Hill, which came out around the same time. I loved that when I was a kid. Rewatched it. Not great. Uh, the, the remake, obviously. Aww. But 13 Ghosts, I love the mythology between all the ghosts and how they didn't really tell you much about them, but you can make a backstory in your head and stuff. So that's a good pick. You know, I was I was considering that one myself, but it's been so long since I've seen it. So uh, my number uh, runner up number one runner up. Yeah, that's uh, is <laughs> is Jeepers Creepers. Um, there you go. I absolutely love this movie. I think it's I think it's one of the coolest modern takes on a monster. I, I, how many monsters have been created since, you know, the, the eighties, like, like none, like there's no monsters and Jeepers, the, the creeper movie? is one. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, since after the eighties, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So technically the nineties. So, so like, but he's, he's like a legit monster. Like you can put him up there with like the monsters that, you know, like creature from the black lagoon and stuff like that. Uh, it, it, he has his own unique like thing. I like the 23, th- th- three, uh, days thing. It's just actually scary. Like it's, it's an, it's a horror movie that's attempting to scare you. And I, I like that about it. Cause I, you don't see that too often. There's like little to no comedy in it at all. Uh, it, it got cool mythology. It scared the shit out of me when I seen it. I, I was, I think I was like 11 or something like that. All right. Well, you Super- know, I've got to ask the question. What yeah. do you think of the oh, fact that no. Justin Bieber is a monster and you're just acting like he doesn't exist? He was oh. created after the That's <laughs> the question I thought you were going to ask. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that, that is, I yeah. did that on purpose. I'm not going to bring up that travesty on this show. Anyway. I don't hate Justin Bieber. How about that? Okay. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't see it. So, hold on. i got to write something down. <laughs> Jeremy is not the biggest 
homosexual on 22 <laughs> shots. Okay, continue. Uh, and my uh, number one is actually a little interesting because anybody who's listening who's listened to 22 shots for a while uh, knows that me and Dave and the rest of the crew, Exploding Heads and, and 22 Shots, did a show for 2002. And basically my number one technically actually came out in 2001 so i'm putting it here uh and it is frailty uh bill rest in peace bill paxton amazing amazing movie i absolutely love it it's it's just one of the coolest movies i've ever seen has a great twist to it even though i think i debated J- jerry on on the twist too i was just gonna um, say jerry hated it yeah i didn't like the twist. <laughs> what i didn't, I didn't a, like twist yeah well, I didn't like twist. bill paxton Gosh. kills it i'm man. done I love it. It's a good move. Wait, that's all I had to do to get you off the show, Jay, was to just tell you that I didn't like the twist and frailty? Yeah. This whole fucking time, I've been sending you pictures of my dick next to a fucking Green Ranger toy. Oh, you like... Fuck! God, I'm really bad at this whole life thing. (laughs) Yeah, you do suck at life. (laughs) Hold on, I'm contemplating if there's a way out of this. There's not. So, Jay, what are your favorite fucking movies? <laughs> uh, my runner-up was Frailty. Uh, I love it just as much as uh, everybody else, except for Jerry, because he's stupid. He forgot me. Um, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking terrible at names. I can't even remember the names of characters in fucking it's movies. It's literally I te- like the first part of your name. I couldn't tell you the names of any of the characters in Frailty right now. Not one. I'm oh, no. so bad with names. Absolutely fucking garbage with the names. Either way, that's true. He called me. He called me Jennifer for like three months. Meeks. <laughs> was it because of the wig? I, I really like frailty. Uh, Thirteen Ghosts was my was my number one though. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Okay. Well, Dave, what do you oh, got I'm... for us? Okay. Uh... I got to say, again, 2001 is another great year because I have like four movies that I I think are excellent this year. Um, But ultimately, uh, my runner up is Session 9, which uh, there's just something about that film. And it didn't really hit hit me really, really hard the third time I saw it. First time I saw it, there was buzz behind that I watched and I'm like, I didn't like it. It didn't it didn't do anything for me. Then I, I said, okay, I'll give it another chance. And then I, I, the second time, I liked it a little more. Then I had friends over and I said, check this movie out. And I watched it, and ever since that third view, it just really took me to a place where I was like, this movie is fucking completely creeping me out, and that doesn't happen. It, it legitimately like disturbs me in like a weird way with some of the stuff going on in there. It's just, I don't know. If, if anyone hasn't seen it, please do. But, I have yeah, not. Session, I will have to check it out. Oh, dude, I see haven't it. seen it either. Oh, man. I, I hope you get it your first time. You may not. It's just one of those films. It, it isn't like anything goes over your head. It's just that the impact of the atmosphere didn't hit me until later. It's just one of those things. It didn't hit me the first time. But very atmospheric and some real creepy shit going on. So uh, that's my runner-up. And uh, my number one has been said. It's frailty. I mean, Nice. You incredible. switched it, too? You switched it to 2001 from 2002? I just Googled 2001 horror movies and it <laughs> popped up. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, we did do it on the 2002 show. Yeah, yeah, because it was my number one. I didn't realize I did it. I just forgot. I was wondering what my... It's funny, because when I looked at the 2002, I was trying to figure the movie that's my runner-up for this show, I was like, this was not my runner-up when we did it on 22 Shots. So, frailty was. Now it makes sense. But either way, yeah. 
I did it too. Frailty is an amazing film. Love it. And that twist, my jaw hit the floor the first time I saw it, and it just yeah. it got me good. I, I think it's great. It's so yep. Jerry's just stupid and probably didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> we already decided that my bias towards God was what might have been the turnoff, but I still don't think it was I wasn't part bias. of this conversation. That's true. That you were not. I, didn't you and I have that Yeah, conversation? you and I had that conversation. And I think when I told JP about it, he called me out on that bias also. But I, I hate God too, but yeah. I still think the movie was good. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't get that really, man. I don't believe in I don't believe in a like J like I don't believe in a lot of things I find scary. <laughs> That's true. I don't find God scary. I find people scary. Um okay, so 2001, I am going to once again hit y'all with two movies that have not been named. Damn, so I'm dude. two for two so far. You doing this on purpose? You should have um, gone first. Actually, he two lists and he just picks the one that nobody said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're like the Andrew Scheuer of list making. All right, just calm down the, over there. The most batshit stuff. Just okay, JP, with my runner up, you're going to have two questions. I'm going to answer both of them, so let me finish, okay? I knew when I wrote this, you would have this. My runner-up is Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack. Okay? Yeah, Mothra Okay. Okay. Look, I'm going to... JP, I'm going to make you want to watch this movie, okay? Watch. Check this. Okay? All right, so once again, we come back to Kaiju, and once again, I have rules for a Godzilla movie being horror. My two rules are Godzilla needs to be the bad guy, and he goes back to being the bad guy, and... he is dope in this because his eyes are all fucking white. And it's beast of shit looking. Two, I need to see people actually dying. And it can't just be generic uh, city fall over assuming people <laughs> die. I have to see city people fall. die. And one of the early scenes of this movie is literally Mothra as her larva form drowning a bunch of teenagers who were going <laughs> to drown a dog in a box. What Woo! the fuck? That wow. makes her the hero. Yeah, Wait, M- Mothra. Yeah, Mothra did that. Okay, but but here, but JP, even if you're still like fuck Mothra, Mothra gets killed in this movie by Godzilla. Alright. like that's, not that's not, better. Aw. That's better. Not bullshit killed, but straight up gets killled, and then Mothra's soul goes into Ghidorah to make Ghidorah King Ghidorah, and then <laughs> a moth has a soul. Yeah, what? Mothra. The Mothra's fuck? the guardian. Well, and the, okay, in this movie. <sighs> Uh, Mothra, Baragon, and King Ghidorah are guardian heroes, and that's a big part of the movie of how they're using this mythology to explain all these weird occurrences that are happening, like a submarine being destroyed, but it was actually because of Godzilla. Anyway, so the the ending's fucking insane, it's great, and it fits my rule for Godzilla being a horror movie. So, I just wanted to let JP know that Mothra kills- Because I do consider Godzilla 1 and 2 horror. I, I like both two. of them. By Wait, the time Godzilla I got raids moth, again? I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Hold up, time. Do you think <laughs> Godzilla raids again is horror? I can't really remember. It might not be. Well, okay, well, what do you consider Godzilla, Godzilla 1 definitely is. Yeah, no, I, I 100%. Here. I 100% yeah. Godzilla, Godzilla 1. Anyway, so, and Godzilla. my number one, and you're going to hear this a lot, is a Japanese crime horror created by one of the greatest directors out there, uh, in my opinion. And that's Takashi Miike. We are talking Itchy the Killer. Um, I love Fucking Japanese awesome movie. Ho- crime horror movies. I've never seen it. Oh, dude, what? it's, it's so, dude, it's great. It has it has gore. It's got weird, just fucked up sexual shit. 
Um, it does the hot perfect grease. hot grease uh, suspension, uh, hookers, uh, uh, semen on houseplants. It's got everything yeah. you could want in a movie. Um, and it's Takashi Miike, so you know it's going to be fucking shot out. Um, and it's great. I love Kakihara. He's one of my favorite fucking villains. Um, and Ichi might be one of the most unique protagonists of a movie ever made. Um, and it's just a He's prime a example. Protagonist, of... and his name's Itchy the Killer. Yes. dude, trust me. You trust <laughs> me. It is so good, man. I put it to you this way: I wanted it so bad that I stole it. Hey, I stole mine. The, too. I stole it from the store. Yeah. Hey, does yours? Still, okay. Still. Yours is now. Yours is probably the edited version. Did you check? Mine's the R-rated version. R-rated. Okay. So yeah. So here's what I did. There was a small, uh, uncut version that was put out. But I didn't get it. I accidentally bought the edited version. But Netflix had the uncut version back when you could yep. order in the DVDs. I ordered yep. it in, took off the white ring label, put it on my edited one, and sent it back because the Netflix was under my brother's <laughs> name. Ass. Yeah, it was, nice. under, it was under my awesome. brother's name, not mine. I don't give a fuck. So my Itchy the Killer. <laughs> Some poor dude's like, man, I can't wait to see the uncut version of Itchy the Killer. And he's like, man, well, that seems very similar to the cut version. You know what I say? <laughs> fuck that em. same poor dude has been waiting in his queue to watch Monster Man for fucking three years now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even want to get on Kenneth's Netflix shit. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, uh, you're going to hear Itchy a lot was about... on Netflix, too. It was streaming on Netflix. That's well, how I first saw it. When I got the DVD, Netflix was not streaming. Oh, I have been on Netflix... I have been on... Grip ago. Yeah, I've been mm. on Netflix since, like, it first started. Yeah, um, me too. Me too. And, I've been, and I was Jack and Jerry's like, Netflix back then, too. Oh my, like, when you, you had to get the disc in to watch it on your PlayStation. Yeah, to stream, Jerry you had to get the disc in. <laughs> to be able to stream, Jerry called Netflix and said that he lost his and got another <laughs> one and gave it to me. <laughs> so yeah. that way I can steal his Netflix back Sorry, there. Netflix. Anyway, <laughs> so we're going back to the man who has a PlayStation 3 Netflix streaming disc. Kenneth, 2002, what you got? All right, so my runner-up, and this was very, very difficult for me because this is my favorite werewolf movie, which is Dog Soldiers. Good flick. Yeah, it's my favorite. I'm Ginger Snaps. First. Yeah, Ginger Snaps is right up underneath it. Nope, my first for 2002 was 28 Days Later. Nice. That was my number one. To me, that is, aside from Romero's movies, 28 Days Later was one of the best zombie movies. And technically, they're not zombies, but it's still that same premise. It, to me, it You was, sound like me, man, because I make that argument all the time. I'm like, yeah, technically, they're not zombies, but it's a fucking zombie movie. Same right. shit happens. And to me, uh, like I said, aside from, aside from the Romero's movies, that to me is the best zombie movie that has come out in a very, very long time. I, I, I thought it was that. amazing. It was amazing. Fair right. enough. Well... JP. And by the way, oh, oh okay. Hang on, just Go ahead. I'm sorry, JP. Cool. Uh, on a side note, <laughs> this doing this list reminded me of how much time I spent in the movie theater in this decade. Mm, nice. There was a lot of time I spent in the movie theater. Me and my dad yeah. went and saw a lot of these movies in the theater. That's cool, man. I mi- I missed out on a lot of this. I wasn't really a horror. I I was a big horror fan as a child, all the way up until the late '90s. And then I didn't really watch horror until about 2004 or five again. So I missed the early 2000s and I was right, still a kid. You know? Right about the time you started banging chicks to Nightmare on Elm Street 4? 
correct. Um, so. That was such a great story. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, JP, what you got? Carly gave me shit for that. She's like, she's like, you made it sound way cooler than when you told it to me. Well, okay, but okay, Carly, <laughs> of Carly, course, it's common sense. In <laughs> JP's defense, I'm on a damn podcast, man. He's on a podcast. He's got to make it better. And I also maybe paid him money to make everything sound better. Maybe <laughs> did I bribe him was, with money? Allegedly, allegedly. That story was that story was almost as good as shit in a pizza box. That story was almost as good. Amazing. As... My father just brought that up about two hours ago. It's my father's birthday. Somehow the conversation started about concerts and toilets and stuff. And he goes, hey, look at you. You went to Woodstock and you actually shit in a pizza box. I'm like, yeah, yes, I did. Well, at least he brought up that story and not the, the other story you have of having sex with someone who then said you were a rapist, who then said that they were lying, that who you then went up. and had sex with again, Dave. What the fuck? And if I and if I was single and I saw her out now, I would have sex with her again. <laughs> you love playing with fire, don't you? No, dude. I'm sorry. She's just that attractive. I'm uh, sorry. Like, wait, yeah. but isn't she white? Yeah, believe it or not, but she looks like a porn star, like a blonde, big lip, white girl porn star, just okay. like ridiculously hot, oozing sex when you look at her. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, fair enough. Um, Dave yeah. turned on right now. I, I'm oh. kind of turned. I'm so turned on. I forgot what we were doing. We're, we're still on you, JP, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're still inside JP. Go ahead. All inside. right. So, uh, th- this is this is the year that's uh, probably most familiar with me because this is one of the years that we actually watched dozens of films for in preparation for our top ten show. And I will probably say that it's different than my top ten list. Oh shit! You hear that, guys? He's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got tricky rating games and shit. Um, <laughs> so, what, the way I did this list for tonight's show is, I went with my favorite Which over is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, normally when I do these top ten lists and stuff like that, I go with the film that I have highest rated as my number one, and then down the list. Yeah. So, but this um, is kill the cast, and we don't do that shit here. We're fucking rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, basically, here what I got is my runner-up is actually my runner-up from my original list, which is The Ring. Uh, I, I love The Ring, man. It's it's a, it's a it's a good scary movie. Um, I don't really like a whole lot of the Japanese ghost movies from Japan. Um, and I don't like their counterpart remakes usually, but this one just hit on all cylinders for me. It's it's a it's a movie that I love the look of. You hear it all the time when people review it, like the the washed out colors, the blue, uh, the, the Samar is actually pretty scary. Um, it's just it's one that freaked me out. I, I remember people using the phone and calling each other, prank calling each other, like seven days and shit when, when this movie came out and stuff. It, it was like kind of had a tidal wave of effect. Um, so that's why it's my runner up, but my number one is my new favorite movie from this year. I believe it made my number four spot in my top 10, but it's all the way up to my favorite movie from this year. And it's Dahmer, dude. This movie like blew my socks off. I loved it. It was, it was so good. I'd never seen a a serial killer movie that I liked that much. You know, it's, it's just so nasty and it's beautifully shot. The acting is phenomenal. Like, this guy just reminds me of Jeffrey Dahmer. And Jeffrey Dahmer is one of the 
honestly, what I think is the most interesting serial killer of all time, just because you know he how he should have got caught a couple times and just just a bizarre story, man. So Dahmer is is fantastic. I I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it too. If you're gonna watch one movie from 2002 that you haven't seen, uh, make it Dahmer. I I agree. Dahmer is fantastic. I've yeah, they had they had a run of those too. They did Dahmer, Ted Bundy, and Ed Gein, and I think they did a fourth one, and I can't remember. They did the Gacy one. as well. Yeah, yeah Gacy, that's the fourth. Yeah, and they did that run. Did you see the others? I JP? think wasn't the Hillside yeah. Stranglers movie also around the same time? They they yeah. were cranking them out back then. I actually got this Bundy and I think Ed Gein in a box set. Uh, so so the three of them came in a box set, but I think from like 2001 to like 2003, they did they did like four or five of them in a row. Mm-hmm. Didn't the Gacy one have that dude that was in? Uh, he he was the bigger guy that was in the speaking of the Teen Wolf movie from back from Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that that's Francis. That's him? Francis from right. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It's great. That's why it's hysterical. I laugh because I'm always picturing Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, man. yeah, that was the Gacy one, and then the te- yep. I own the Ted Bundy one. I thought that one was was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, he's like smacking people in the head with the bar pipes and shit. <laughs> yeah. right. Speaking of serial killers, uh, Jay, what you got? Uh, not a dead body in my basement. <laughs> we uh, hope number thirty four. <laughs> what are we on? Two thousand two. Uh, yeah. Yep. All right, so my runner up is Ghost Ship. Ugh. Uh, no uh, way, dude. Hey, fuck you all. It's not so bad. <laughs> ghost shit. Wait, why? Year. I love it. Time out. Yeah. Time out. Why would you watch a ghost take a shit? <laughs> no, you're ghost reaching shit. on that one. Sorry. That, that's, that's a movie. That's, that's the next as sci-fi bad as, that's, movie. That's as bad <laughs> as my score joke uh, that I made the last episode. All right, fair <laughs> enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, but my, my number one is 28 Days Later. Okay, uh-huh. for the same reasons that have already been said. Okay, but back on this ghost ship, why do you like ghost ship? Because uh, it's good. The, the opening scene is fucking fantastic. It, it peaks in the first ten seconds. You're right. No, I'm sorry. I, just, I can't okay. disagree I with that. Jay. Whoa. I, it no, is, I can't okay. disagree. Listen, ghost ship was good. Me, I enjoyed it. To me, ghost ship felt more like a Resident Evil movie than fucking Resident Evil. Yeah, and first of all, you can peak. Which in is the also first, from this year, two thousand two. You can yeah, I peak know. in the first ten seconds. And still be good, okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. But this one did did not do that. All right, we got our Gabriel like Byrne it. too. I like. All right, hold on, hold on. I've never seen Ghost Ship, so I can't. Kenneth likes it. JP doesn't. It's like It's not it. a bad movie, Dave. I, I mean, I watched it for two thousand two. I had seen it when I was a kid. I think I kind of liked it. I just got real bored after after the opening scene. I don't know. I have a four pack DVD that has it on there, but I didn't watch it because it also had like. Gothica and Queen of the Damned. And Watch it else. for next oh. show. Watch it for next show. Queen of the Damned also came out in 2002. Yeah. And yeah. it was fucking terrible. I never saw it. Yeah, yeah, that movie is boring as fuck, too. Yeah, but that's, so a, that's okay. The soundtrack oh. is actually my runner-up for 2000. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the, soundtrack, <laughs> the soundtrack to Queen of the Damned is the only reason why my dad and I did not walk out of the theater for Queen of the Damned. Yeah. <laughs> because wow. of the fucking soundtrack. That was it. All right. Wow. Speaking of the the, so the soundtrack to the world's greatest podcast, Dave, what do you got for 2002? All right. Uh, okay. My runner-up is The Ring. I love The Ring. Uh, it's one of the few remakes that I think is just about on par with the uh, the original, the Japanese. Do you you know. think the original is better? 
No, it's on par with it. They're they're very oh, close. Okay. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the few. It's one of yeah. the few that really is to me. I and they're very different. Not very, but they're different movies and what they do with their. They execution. feel different. Yeah, they definitely feel different. I actually like some of the stuff they did in the American remake with the lighthouse and the investigation and how they went into the mythology more and everything else. That stuff was actually cool. So The Ring was my number one. Uh, pardon me. The Ring was my uh, runner-up, number two. And my number one is Jew on the Grudge because I love it. I love that series. I, I wanted to put uh, Jew on the Curse 1 and 2 because they both came out in the year 2000 as my runners-up, and I didn't. But, uh, yeah, it's I love that movie. It's one of the few movies that really creeps me out no matter how many times I've seen it. There's just a certain vibe and an atmosphere in that film that that just gets me. So I, I think you do need to see it a few times, man. Like when when we watched it for 2002, I just I couldn't I couldn't figure out what was going on, dude. I need to give that one a yeah. rewatch because I know how high you are on it, and I just thought it was all right. It's weird. The first time I watched it, I was so confused. I thought I just yeah, kind of that's how it was. I was like, what the yeah. hell? I thought it was like audition where I'm like, okay, this is like a dream sequence, I guess, and this doesn't make sense. But honestly, watch you on the curse one and two first, and that completely sets you up for this film. It definitely okay. helps if you can find them. They're, they're very hard to find. You can only get them on like YouTube in a backdoor method. You know what I mean? Like when you got to go to a playlist hey, on somebody. Dude, and, you know about those backdoor methods. You know, I could yeah. probably find you bootleg DVDs. There, there's a de- real, some really good sites you can go to to get a lot of these harder to find movies on bootleg DVDs for cheap. Try it because I have tried. I had them. I had one, two, three, and four. I had the whole set. I ordered them on eBay like in, right after The Grudge came out. So it was, it was like two, 2003 or four, and I had them all. And then when I moved, after I divorced my wife, somehow – they did. They were not returned to me with all the rest of my DVDs. I don't know what happened. I'm just saying they. You're they talking about Juan, right? Yeah, Juan one and Wait, first one and two. There's a Juan. I thought. I thought we left Jeremy and Brandon out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the first one on DVD. What the curse? Juan curse one. Mm-hmm. Well, there's curse? Juan. Like, cause I have Juan. Every, yeah, dude. Everyone considers. This movie here, Juan, but this is this is Juan the Grudge. Juan the Curse One and the Curse Two came before this. They were made for TV Japanese films, but for some reason in the states, everyone considers the movie just called Juan as this movie, Juan the Grudge, and it's not true. So it's just one of those weird things. And I've been looking high and low for those DVDs ever since, and I cannot find them anywhere. I've been on like all kinds of sites. So maybe you'll be my savior here, Jerry. I don't know. I, I might. I'm pretty good at, at that kind of stuff. Um, so with me, this will be the first year that one of my answers has already been said. My runner-up is Dog Soldiers. Uh, Dog oh, Soldiers is like the movie version of cocaine. That is that is the way to explain that movie. It is yeah. It is great. That movie's um, so awesome. Makes you take a I shit. always forget how awesome it is. It's so fun. Yeah, the drainage is kind of terrible, but as soon as they say werewolves ate my platoon, you're like, yep, it kicks in and you're fucking there. Um, and it's the two reveals in the movie are both pretty good. A really solid movie. Um, now It also has my favorite werewolves ever. Like, that's the kind of werewolf that I like the best. Yeah? The design. Yeah, that's my favorite okay, kind of werewolf. I can see that. I thought they were, uh, they, they actually reminded me of the original, like, the Howling Werewolves, but more fucking cocained up. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, much like Dave, I'm going to the land of Japan for my number one. And it is a movie that, even though I've seen it 20 times, I still have no clue what the fuck is going on. And that (laughs) is Suicide Club. Uh, It is a strange tale. I've never even heard of of that. A wave. I've, it, I've never watched it. It's cool. Oh, dude, it's fucking great. Uh, a wave of suicides are sweeping Japan, and the police are trying to find a link to find it. And this movie leaves so much shit unanswered. It does have a sequel slash prequel called Norikyo's Dinner Table that kind of fills in some stuff, but it's very boring. And I, after watching, I was rather like, I was like, I'll just go back to just not knowing. Because none of this still makes any sense. I mean, the movie starts off with 54 Japanese schoolgirls jumping in front of a train. Yes. That is how this movie fucking starts. It is. I might have to see this. It is fucking great. And while this movie does have plot holes be, because it just does not answer shit, you're going to be sitting there like, like, JP, when you watch it, don't expect to know everything after you've watched it 20 times because you probably won't um i still don't fucking know and i love the movie i i'm pretty sure it's out of print now but there was a dvd that was put out by tokyo shock years and fucking years ago um so we go to the world of 2003 with kenneth all right my runner-up was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. I thought it was awesome. Jessica Biel, fucking hot. Uh, yeah, and uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, saw it in the theater. And then uh, my number one was High Tension. Even though there are holes in the plot, if you really think about it, and nope. everything that was going on, nope. it was still... Still really, really good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> JP, you swung me around. I, I admit it. JP fucking... See? This is the difference. I'm not going to get into it. A lot of people have an opinion, no matter what anybody says, they can't be changed. My opinion was the same that a lot of people had, that the end fucked it up. And JP put the idea in my head that it's not because of something that was said in the first minute. And that is true, but there's so much more than that. Like, if you get yeah. a chance, listen to our episode 20... I'm exploding heads and just go to, if you don't want to listen to the whole show, it's long. Just go to the high tension thing. And it, we did, we, we, I've had people get back to me and say, because I listened to that review, freaking, I understand the movie now. Thank yep. you. So, yep. yep. And I'm the same way, man. If somebody points out something to me that I didn't that I missed and it makes sense, like I'll change my opinion right away. I'm the same way. Um, I guess it's my turn, correct? Uh, yeah. If he's got nothing else to say about Germany, uh, France and I'll, other countries, French. then yes. I'll say one thing, and, and then you can't go wrong when you see a dude sitting in a truck and he's fucking looks like he's getting head, and he literally was getting head. <laughs> That's the and, best. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, that just made that movie that much more awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's always fun. All right, so um, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, my runner-up is Switchblade Romance, a.k.a. Yeah. High Tension. Nice. Uh, I, I love this movie, man. I've always been a naysayer to the ending is bad it is not to me it makes sense if you think about it the right way like dave just mentioned there's a line at the very beginning the first like minute of the movie that explains how that ending makes sense and that and dave is right there is more listen to that podcast hey, i, I want to hear it do, do you guys spoil it on here oh i don't give you a shit guys spoil. 
The movie's uh, old. Yes, go. Guys, if uh, you have not seen High Tension, you're fucked. Go ahead, JP. <laughs> go ahead, Dave. You've, oh. you've seen it more recently. Yeah, but my mind is shit. Um, all I remember is the line you said about the dream about chasing herself, correct? That's the start of it. But yeah, that... not just that. In the beginning, she's being interviewed on the tape. So this entire movie is through her eyes. So, of course, if she's fucked up, she is seeing somebody chasing her that really isn't. Have you ever heard somebody tell you a dream or tell you uh, tell you a story and then they're like, oh, and then this happened. Oh, wait, wait, no. Actually, this happened before that. And that that is what this movie is. It's a mm-hmm. crazy person explaining what happened. Of course, things don't match up and two people are in the same place and couldn't match up because it's a crazy person telling the story. It's a visualization and illustration of that story. And See, that's, that's why things don't make sense. Now, I've always liked the movie, and I was just assumed that the way it was shot was the way that she was imagining it happening. So that's that would explain the two people in the same area and the the different, you know, yeah, them being how, in different like, places if, and stuff. I yeah. just assumed because it was showing how crazy the person actually was. So I did. That's what I chalked all the plot holes up to. But yeah, that's and, great. That's a and great the beginning of that. the movie. They're literally interviewing her, and it's like this is what happened. So it's like it. You can't take it. It. it at face value, like oh, th- this would this couldn't have happened because it's it's from her crazy mind. Um, so that is my runner-up. Love high tension, and actually my number one is uh, probably a little controversial to a lot of people, but I love this movie. It's uh, it's it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three that didn't come out this year. Three. <laughs> so it's basically just mine backwards. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, or yours is mine backwards. Oh, man, I'm going to piss a lot. Uh, Oh, here we go. A paradox. (laughs) So, uh, my favorite horror film of all time for for the listeners of Kill the Cast is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's been my favorite horror movie for as long as I can remember, and I love the remake. I think that it does just enough different. It does not capture that feel of the original, but it gives us something different. However, it gives us a lot of the same. If you look at Lee Army's character... uh, of um sheriff hoyt and you look at the family they would fit right in with the cook and chop top and the families of old chainsaws they are crazy i love that about this movie it's it has like such a good feel to it and i like it more and more every time i watch it. it's truly becoming one of my uh, favorite horror films which is insane I, I never thought that that would happen but yeah i love this remake it's it's ne- it's near perfect for me now for G- a remake Jay, why did you say you're going to piss a bunch of people off? Because of my runner-up and nobody's going to agree with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't be so sure. Don't be so sure. We'll see. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> J- All right, so. Jay, what do you got? Feeling. I'll start with my number one. It's just clearly House of the Dead. It's the greatest zombie movie ever made. Um, I'm joking, the by the way. Off this show. <laughs> you way ball loving motherfucker. If you ever, actually, ever actually, step to this goddamn show again with that Uwe ball shit, not only will we send you to Germany, you will make your living under a glass fucking plane that people will shit on. You will watch people shit all day, and that's how you will make your goddamn living, Jay. Uh, so, wow. what's your what, what are your movies? <laughs> Uh, I've actually got some opinions on Uwe Boll that I'll go against the grain, but we'll leave that for another time. Uh, Uh, My runner-up is Freddy vs. Jason. Love Uh, it. And now, well, a lot of people do. (laughs) They think it's stupid. I love Um, it. 
For me, I just hold up, JP. You also as a fan of both of these people, I pretty much lost my shit when I found out they were going to be in a movie together. It had been a rumor, and this is before you know, like internet was super big. So it had been a rumor amongst horror fans forever that these two people were going to be in a movie together, and it finally fucking happened, and I just lost my shit. So that is, I love the movie. That is true. I remember being on the playground, and and it was like. Here's the code to see Laura Croft naked, and did you know Jason and Freddy are going to be fighting? Well, it started in the ni- It started in the early nineties, right? That's what I'm talking they about. They literally had in the eighties from the dude. early. Yeah, yeah. It did because it, it when did. they it came out with New Blood, seven. it was supposed yep. to be part seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is my favorite Jason movie, by the way. <laughs> New Blood, another one. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, my uh, my number one is High Tension, so I fit in the mold with everybody there. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, much like last year, my runner-up has been said. It is not my turn. Dave, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I was just going to let you go. <laughs> um, okay. Um, that was smooth, tension. Jerry. <laughs> it was smooth. Yeah, good, good recovery. I uh, I did not pick High Tension, although I am very high on that film. Ha! No pun intended. Let's see. But my runner-up... And I don't know, you may not want to count this as horror. I'm not sure, but I think it is. A Tale of Two Sisters. I count that as horror. Awesome fucking movie. Is that an Asian flick? Yep. Yes, it is. Dude, it's awesome. I haven't seen it then. You really must see it. It's it's, it's excellent filmmaking. You seem to me like you're lacking on your Asian. Yeah, I don't really like a lot of them. Well, not Asian, Japanese. I love South Korean films. Most of them I've ever seen I've loved. But... A lot of the Japanese ones, I see them, and I, I, I just like you guys were talking about Battle Royale earlier. I don't really like those two movies. You don't like Battle Royale? It's okay. It's a good. Royale? It's a decent movie, but I don't really care for it that much. It just feels fake. Like like it wouldn't play out that way and stuff. It's over the top. Well, yeah, okay. J- Japan well, this is in Korean. general. Okay, well, that's I'd probably love it then. <laughs> yeah, Tale of Two Sisters is Korean, so South Korea, I believe. Yeah, it's got to be South. But yeah, yeah, North Korea is not allowed to make movies. <laughs> right. That is and, not true. North Korea can make movies. In <laughs> fact, they one time stole, they kidnapped a Japanese man who used to work on Toho God's, movies. Did he do Godzilla stuff? He yeah, worked I've on some of, of the Godzilla movies, and they kidnapped him and forced him to make a kaiju movie in North Korea. True story. Yeah, wow. I've heard of that. Wow, that's crazy. Shit. Tale of okay, Two well, Sisters, that's a good one. Oh, you've seen it then? Good. Yes. Good. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that was a good movie. I, I love it. Cool. I'm glad you guys dig it. And my number one. Now, remember how you were saying something earlier, JP, about um it not being in horror at this time, and you kind of fell out. Yeah, the, yeah. I'll tell you what. The same thing happened to me. It actually happened prior. Like I fell out after I came back in '96, and then a couple of years later, I was done again. You know, yeah. and then I stayed gone for a little bit. But then I remember. Because I really thought horror went to shit, but then I, I remember I what it is. these three movies brought me back. The first one was Jeepers Creepers in two thousand one. The second was The Ring in two thousand two. And when I saw this one, I rented it because I didn't. It was kind of hard to find for a little bit. I rented it, and when this came, everything changed for me. I said, "You know what? I'm full. I'm, horror is back, and it's been back since." But this is my favorite movie by this director. I love this movie. Um, you know. A little bit obsessed with it. I think it's fucking fantastic. And that is uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I knew it. I knew that because I've yeah. heard you tell that story before. 
Really? This this was one that I seen that got me back into horror as well. I'm not as high on it as you and and a lot of other people. I don't even think it's Rob Zombie's best movie or even second best, but I do like the movie a lot. I just I can't call it a masterpiece like some people because of the ending. It's the style, and I can explain the ending. I've told you that. It, there's a precursor to it, JP. I'll, I'll make it quick. Earlier in the film, the girl has a dream, and she's at Dr. Satan's lair, and it's the same girl that ends there at the end, and it's the same look of Dr. Satan that, that you see in the end. So she's dreaming earlier in the film before she wakes up, and it's Fishboy scene, and she's dreaming what Dr. Satan looks like, and it ends up being the a same dream? shit she, she so, sees later. So, so the it's end a is dream. A, the end is a dream sequence as well, correct? That sucks. That, that's just that's worse. You don't like that? Well, no, that's a cop out. Come on. I think it's, I think it's cool. I always I thought gotta... it was a premonition, not and the ending wasn't a dream. Interesting. Huh. Hey, I got a funny story about about that movie. Me and my dad, when we went and saw it in the theater, when we were coming out, there was a cop standing right next to the escalator in the mall, bitching about how that cop got killed point blank in the middle of the movie. What? Oh really? I mean, literally, like this cop was a... standing out there, standing out next to the escalator, raising hell about, oh my god, I can't believe that he just he he shot that cop right in the face, point blank. I can't believe so, it's so bullshit. It, it doesn't matter that they killed all these other people, but because like they killed that right. cop, yeah, yeah. So, you know that Blue long matter. drawn out scene where he, where Otis shoots him and uh, shoots that cop in the face, and that was it. That's what she was bitching about. Man, there it is was a... hilarious. Me and my oh. dad were cracking up laughing as we were walking by. <laughs> I want to make, like, the most inappropriate joke ever right now, but... We'll, we'll, uh, hey, guys, this is an example of Blue Lives Matter. Oh. That's what I said. You didn't hear me say it? No, I didn't. Did you say it? You just Brandon Dave. I just it Brandon the shit out of Dave. Dave. Apparently your Dave. name's Dave now also because I like everyone to have <laughs> J names. Um, that was a Dave. good... That was a good story, Jenneth. Um... <laughs> Caitlin Jenner? Yes. <laughs> Caitlin Jenner? <laughs> oh my god. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I'm good. Oh, did you have oh. to talk? Huh? Did you have to no, talk? I had to pull it back out. Oh, okay. All right, so I guess that leaves me, and uh, my runner up is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Remake. I, uh, I'm awesome, dude. I'm I, glad to see well, here's the I thing. feel like I'm the only one all the time. If, if you're going to oh, do. If you're going to do a remake, I want you to do something different. Yeah. Okay? If you're going to do the exact same fucking thing, I don't I've already seen that. Do something Call different. Off, psycho remake. <laughs> yeah. You'll either do something fantastic or you'll be a complete failure, but at least I can say you tried. Uh-huh. And with this one, I think it's a very stylized version. Of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It uses an updated yeah. style. Because if you go back and watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But it still Chainsaw has Massacre, that sticky hotness well, too. I was going to say. If you go back and watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It is very stylized for that era. And this did the same thing. It is very stylized for that era. It changed just enough things to be new. While still playing a little safe. Um, and so that's. I, I think it's one of the better remakes out there. Yeah, I think the only one, in my, in my opinion, I think the only one that tops it is probably be Evil Dead. I think the Evil Dead remake is probably the best remake. I but, agree. Uh, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre is right behind it. It was really good. Um, so, my number one pick from 2003 has not been listed. We are going back to the world of Japanese crime horror, and we are also going back to the world of 
Takashi Miike and what happens when Takashi Miike decides he wants to make a David Lynch type movie. This has been dubbed the Japanese Eraserhead and it is called Gozu. And it is Is there incest in this movie? Uh, I love incest. Wait, what? <laughs> Calm down, Lannister. Um there's a is uh no, I don't remember incest in this movie, but they're Okay. I'm, I'm thinking I, of something else. I'm I'm thinking of the milk scene and I and I don't and I don't think they were related. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh this movie is very very fucking crazy and the, the, it's even hard to talk about the plot, but it's basically uh Minami has to take his brother to a disposal factory because the head of the Yakuza was like, get rid of him because he flipped out because he thought a Chihuahua was a, a secret agent guard dog. And so he like picked up the Chihuahua and flung it into a fucking window in front of a bunch of people. And he's like, uh, yeah, he's acting crazy. You got to kill him. I don't give a fuck if he's your older brother. So he goes to do that. But then his brother kind of disappears and trying to find him is filled with strangeness and violence. There is literally a scene where he's talking to this American girl who is speaking very broken English. And so he steps closer to her, looks behind the counter, and everything she is reading off to him is written upon cards up there. It is just a fucking shot out there movie. I will say the movie has kind of bad pacing and is a little too long. But... And you should love it then. If you want <laughs> Fuck a, you. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a crazy shot out there movie, Gozu is the way to go because the the fucking cowhead scene is fantastic. Hmm. Um so now we go back uh to two thousand and four. Kenneth, you're a whore. Open the door. Let's what you got. Two thousand and four. So my runner up. It's going to be Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead was just fucking hilarious, man. And 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 the great thing about Shaun of the Dead was the fact that it it knew exactly what it was, but it still paid great respect to its predecessors. It, I mean, it, 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 for it to be a dark comedy to the extremity that it was and to still pay great respect to the ones before, I thought it was amazing. It was a very well done film. And then uh, my number one would be Three Extremes. Wow. I'd probably have to, Yeah, Three Extremes was fucking amazing. It's good, yeah. Wow, you surprised me there. Wow. Yeah, it was It was amazing, especially the first one, the Dumplings one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Kenneth, have you seen the full-length version of Dumplings? I own the full-length version of okay. Dumplings. Okay, I just Is it any good? Uh, huh? Is yeah. it any good the full length? Because I didn't bother because I felt the story was more than well told in the short. I'm like, why do I want to see a full length so I never bothered with it, you know? But you, you like get, it. It, yeah, it, get, it gets you a lot deeper in the mind of this woman and, and what she's going through and, and all that. It's It was really good. Cool. Fair now, is it the same exact thing? Same director, same film, but with, with extra scenes? Or is it a completely different take and different people on it? It's it's a full length it's a full length movie, but it's the it's the same director and, and whatnot. But it's a it's a completely full length. It's like an hour. How long is it, Jerry? Uh, hour twenty something. <clears throat> but like yeah, are the same like people in it. Is it the same yeah. one that you get yeah. on, on yeah, the short? Yeah, but extended. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you know what it is? It's like Dream Cruise for uh, Matches of Horror season two because I only saw the regular and I wasn't even aware that there was a movie of it, like a full length, but uh, they did it on 22 shots and that was the only one they had their hands on. So 
Isn't that weird? They're both Japanese, too. Hmm. Hmm. All righty, then, JP. Question. I'm Answer. almost certain that I watched uh, Three Extremes 2 for the 2002 show that we yeah, did. Yeah, it's backwards. It's a fucked up thing. <laughs> That's right. weird. So Three Extremes 1 came out two years after Three Extremes 2. Yeah, the well, release is, plus it's the state's release and other it's, things. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that's based off the United States release. Because even if you look at the DVDs, Extreme will say uh, 2004, but Extreme 2 will say 2002. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay, I want to say this, guys. To me, when making this list, this was the hardest year for me. Um, in terms of badness, um, I di- couldn't find a runner up that I was happy with that I could say this is my second favorite movie of 2004. Oh, I know um, one reason why, one big reason why. <laughs> the, the, the one big reason why is I can't stand Shaun of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> and well, I really don't like Dawn of the Dead, the remake. JP. And those are the two big ones. With What's Shaun up? of the Dead. Um, have you always been that wrong about a movie or was this just a new thing for you? (laughs) It's just, okay. It's like such a comedy movie and it's not funny to me. I don't find that humor funny. It's just, it's, it's eye rolling. It's like cringy. I get it. You don't like, you don't like dry humor. You need more lube with your humor. I get it. (laughs) That's what I was just trying to say. Is it dry British humor that you don't like? I guess. I I mean, I don't know. I I don't think I've seen enough British humor to really know what it is. Have you never watched a a Monty Python movie? I don't, I don't like British humor, but I like this. You said that it, uh, like, um, like respected the things that came before it, and I was curious in what way do you mean? Because I I didn't see that. Oh, the, all right. Hold the on, look hold on. of the zombies. All the nods. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the nods that were there. The look of the zombies were great. The the shooting in the head, which was one of those that it, it kept clear, it kept really good with. Just all the Romero references in general. As a matter of fact, George Romero loved that movie so much that he put the two creators, the guy that played Sean and the guy that wrote it in land of the dead when he made it because he was so happy with it yeah that was cool huh okay i mean it's been a long time i don't remember the the romero references and stuff like that but yeah if i sat down and watched it if if like we were if we were to skype and watch it together i could tell you i could be like hey that's a nod to it that's a nod (laughs) to it that's a nod to it yeah, it's just I've never I've never found that movie funny. I've never I've just never got into it. I own it like in a still book though for some mm. reason. If you don't uh, want it, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it's like I like cool. a lot of those guys' other movies too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what, what, what was the most recent one of the most recent ones they did? Uh, or something. Yeah, that one was fucking hilarious too. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like those. I don't like Simon Pegg and that dude. Like, I don't find him funny. I don't know. Um. So, uh, getting in. So th- that was. This was a hard decision for me. I'd actually think outside the box for this one because I was not confident in any movie for my runner-up. So yeah, it's I all went. Asian shit. It's all Asian yeah. shit. You don't like it. It's Asian remakes. It's Asian movies. It's crazy. yeah. Like yep, the grudge and, like and stuff, and I don't <laughs> right. like Dawn of the Dead really that much. I used to love it, but it, it's every time I watch it, it's gotten worse and worse. Oh, me too. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's so many plot holes in that movie; it's ridiculous. I still enjoy it though. I I, I would I would take it as my. Runner. I can enjoy it. I just don't feel yeah. confident saying it's my second favorite movie uh, from that year. So what I decided to do was think outside the box, go a little more thriller route, and I went with the butterfly effect for my for my runner up. Um, I love this movie. Nice, it nice. Is, 
It like is very thriller, but I think the the original ending is so dark that I think it kind of teeters over on the edge of horror a little bit because um there's there's like three different endings to this movie, but the original ending is the best ending. Uh, the one I don't even I think the theatrical ending is not the original ending. But it's the not. one that's on the, uh, on the bonus features is the good one. I, I think Ashley. You're Kitch talking about amazing. the you're talking about the ending where he basically hangs himself in the womb, yep. right? Yep, yeah. yep. And there was a prelude to that early in the film that foreshadows when she mentions that she's had so many, um, uh, you know, what is that called when you lose your baby? Miscarriages? Miscarriages yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah so it, that's why, because the same thing was happening. She wasn't. And I just love how this dude just wants to make everybody happy, but he keeps fucking up his either his life or somebody else's. And he just care. Like, it, it's just an amazing movie to me. I think it's brilliantly told. Uh, and then my number one is uh, a true 10 out of 10 to me, and that is Saw. Uh, I absolutely love the original Saw. That twist is amongst the greatest of all time. Uh, nobody saw that shit coming. That was the only movie in the series that I really, really liked. It's the I best like all one. of them. I, th- I thought the second one was pretty decent. The first one was great, and then the rest of them were fucking just terrible. I like them. I like them all. Uh, I had sex with one, movie. and it was disappointing, so I don't know. <laughs> all right well um then we move on to jay what do you got me yay i'm the best um <laughs> saws my runner-up i i loved it like he said i didn't see the uh i didn't see the twist coming i actually rented it on a blockbuster associates recommendation i was in <laughs> blockbuster i was like looking for a new movie he's like have you heard of saw i'm like no what the fuck is saw it's stupid i didn't say what the fuck i wasn't a badass kid like that but he's like you gotta watch this movie it's really cool so i took it home and i was just blown the fuck away i loved it the, like you said the twist um it was like one of the first torture porn movies it was just it was fantastic um dawn of the dead remake is my uh first movie though the mm. my top I, I loved i loved it i thought it was great i still think it's great to this day and uh yeah it's another one of those i saw in a theater i saw it in yep, theater i, saw, it I awesome. saw it in the theater i i thoroughly enjoyed it i saw it on uh, i thought what, they what did a the great websites? job of taking the story from the original and uh compacting it so it didn't have such a lull in the in the middle of it like the original does yeah yeah i agree with that i mean because i've seen I don't even really like the original Dawn of the Dead overly that much. Like, it's a great movie and I do like it, but it's a lot of people's like favorite zombie movie and stuff. But it's like my fifth favorite zombie movie. Um, but this one, I don't know, man. It's it's like I loved it when it came out. It was like so good to me, and it's just every time I watch it, I like it less and less. I'm done watching it now because I don't want to like it less and less. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey JP, we're gonna do a commentary show. Do you want to come on and do the Dawn of the Dead remake with us? <laughs> I could point out all the flaws and maybe you guys would like it. As you don't much have to point anything. out to me that Zack Snyder's a hack. I've known he was a hack for a long time. He's not a hack. He is a fucking Zack hack. Snyder. What has Zack no, Snyder not. done? Uh, fucking Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, Dawn Watchmen. of Justice, every fucking movie that has pacing, editing problems, stories I... a mess everywhere. He only knows how to make visually things look appealing, but. His story. The, the best scene suck. of the Dawn of the Dead remake is the is the beginning when when the camera pans out over the streets and shit. That's awesome. Great. Yeah, yep. and it's yeah. got great opening credits and great ending credits. Yeah, I agree with both of those statements. The best part of a Zack Snyder movie is when I turn off the TV. 
<laughs> I thought Man of Steel was all right. Man of Steel was fucking gr- garbage. It wasn't the greatest one. It was it's a hard to make better a good than Superman Super- Returns. Superman movie because Superman's lame. You know. I, mean? I agree. No, no, I, agree. Okay, I agree there. We I need agree. to get off of this subject, or else I'm going to derail this whole show. <laughs> that is a good point, Dave Z. 2004. What you got? All right. First of all, I'm looking at these movies. And I realized that I went to the movies a lot nine times that year. Nice. Wow, horror was fucking booming. You and see what I'm saying, man? I mean, it's it been a lot lit, of time you know? in the movie theater. Boom! It came back big. And my number one, there's a good story about it being at the, at the, at the theater. But my number, my runner-up is Shaun of the Dead. I I've said it before. I think that it's the as far as horror comedies go. I I think it's the one that got it perfect as far as the perfect blend of horror and comedy where it was just enough the perfect amount of each i'll always stand by that statement this is the only horror comedy i've ever said that about but yeah i think it's a perfect mix and number one this is cool because i saw this movie at a world premiere it was in las vegas i was living in vegas at the time it was at the palms at the palms casino when it was it was the hottest thing going and it was the brendan theater and they had signs up and my you know i had friends that worked there so i was in there a lot and it was a big deal this movie was going to be shown for the first time it was like a wednesday at midnight and it was like you know coming to wide release on a friday and that movie was saw nice that's an awesome story man that sounds fun (sighs) That's pretty pretty awesome. blown away. <laughs> I, we we were, yeah. I was completely blown away. It was a midnight showing, and here's the craziest part. The craziest part is, it was a jaw dropping finale. Of course, it was a, amazing. It blew us away. It was like holy fuck, and you know, game over. And the door closes, and you still hear them screaming and shit. And the credits come oh, on. It's, it's it just, so good. I just watched oh, it last week, man. Oh, I love it. I love it. So anyway, uh, the funny thing is. And the Saw series is my second favorite series of all time. So it's funny that I should say this, but I was so blown away by the end of that movie and that movie period. And the first thing I said to my ex-wife when we got up and we were walking out was, I'm going this to movie... divorce you. <laughs> I, I should have. I should have, yes. But um, now the first thing I said to her was, this movie should never get a sequel. <laughs> Whoa. I right. love it. And then so boom, 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 boom. I know, back and I end up liking back, most back. of them. And I like, I end up liking a lot of them. But <sighs> the way, it, it affected me so strongly that I said, leave this movie as it is. It's a masterpiece. That's, that's how I felt. It blew me away. And I said, I hope they never make a sequel and this remains a standalone because it's brilliant. Granted, it didn't, but that's just the effect that it had on me that night. So it's one of those, you know, nights, memories that we all have about going to a theater and, you know having a, an excellent experience so but yeah saw i, I love this movie nice. i agree with what you said about saw when uh when you saw it coming out i agree with that statement i think i, I completely agree i think they should have left it alone <sighs> it's tough because like i said i, I like i liked it they had all those sequels man it got me I, I it was just cool to see everybody excited for a song it was like me reliving what or living what I wished that I was around for with the Friday the 13th films. I wasn't oh. born yet. I wish I could have been there to, for every year for the new ones coming out. Yeah. So that was like my version of that. And I, which I, is, that's why I like it. I don't love the Saw sequels, but which, I like that they everybody was hype on them. Which is why Dave Z is a bigger Friday the 13th fanboy. Bam! Because he, <laughs> yeah, he was alive. Yeah, because he was alive. You couldn't be bothered to be alive. <laughs> 
<laughs> By default, I yeah. get it. Yes. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, my 2004 is exactly like Kenneth's. There's a reason we're best friends, and it's because Shaun of the Dead takes my runner-up spot simply for the line, Batman soundtrack, throw it. Um, <laughs> and then Three Extremes is one of my favorite anthology movies that you never hear get talked about. Um, is it better than Three Extremes 2? Or wait, three, I, I like, is it better than one, the one that I've seen? Because I didn't really like that one. I like yeah, Three Extremes way more than Three Extremes 2. Uh, all right, so here's here's a, here's what we're looking at. Okay. Um, where do I have it? I have it. Uh, okay. Um Dumplings the first short is a really fucked up story with a really fucked up ending all for the sake of youth and beauty. Cut mm-hmm. which I think cut is is would make a could be made, remade in America easily. Cut is the story of a director who has to do what a former extra on his movies tells him to do after he kidnaps the director's wife. And says, if you don't go strangle this certain girl, I'm going to start cutting off your wife's fingers. Um, nice. And his wife's a piano player. Yes. Nice. That and, sounds awesome. And it is directed mm-hmm. by the Korean director uh, who did the Vengeance trilogy, including Old Boy. Yeah. Um, and uh, then, that's good. Is that Wook? Yeah. Yeah. Is, that yeah. Guy, I've Mark seen Wook. a couple of that dude's fi- films. I've seen the first Vengeance film and, and then... You Heath. will hear him thirst, again thirst. twice, two more times in this in this. I like that guy. Thing. Uh, and then wow, last... dude! What? Wow, Jerry! I, I had no idea that you were this big a fanboy uh, of Wook and, and freaking and, and Mike. Holy shit! And speaking of away. fucking Mike, the last right, one, dude, his new samurai movie that's coming out is gonna be fucking dope. I have, have you yeah, seen I, his? I, have you seen Wook's uh, uh, Stoker? It's called Stoker. It's, he made it. it's an American movie. No, I haven't it, seen it yet. Dude, it's so good. I, I loved I, it. It's it's called Stoker? Yeah, yeah Stoker. All right. It was the last film wrote it. Wentworth On Miller. my list. All right, so and then the last film yeah. is Box, which is by Takashi Miike. Um, and it's one of those that is probably the most debated out of the three uh, because it has an ending that you will either love or hate. Um, it's fucking weird. To man, me, so good. I love it. I think the twist at the end is fantastic. But I really, unfortunately, cannot say much about this without giving the ending away. Basically, a girl and her sister grew up working at a carnival, and um, I really can't say much more than that. I really can't. You have to watch it and decide if you're going to love it or hate it. Um, And it's one of those where you might have to watch it twice, but I think most people will get it on the first view. I'm interested. I, this is one that I want to check out because I've heard you should, man. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really. I think all three are fucking just solid. Um, yeah, all three of them sound appealing. Yeah, I, I, I like <laughs> all fucking three of them. It reminds me of my dad when when we watched that. My dad was like, "I'd pay a lot of money for those dumplings." <laughs> you got to realize, man. My dad was a, my dad was awesome, but he was also very vain. Yeah, and so he he was always looking for anything. That he was just like, I've got to find something to stop me from aging. <laughs> Pretty much, that was cool as shit. <laughs> All right, Kenneth, take us to the year 
2005, where white guys could be pretty fly. This was the most difficult year for me to choose because a lot of good shit came out in 2005. But I narrowed it down to my runner-up, which would be Wolf Creek, because I thought Wolf Creek was amazing. I thought the character was great. I love the idea of a Crocodile Dundee serial killer. I was so upset with Wolf Creek. I rented it specifically because it says Quentin Tarantino loved the movie, and I love Quentin Tarantino movies, and it was so fucking boring. I loved it. No, I I know. I I watched it and was pissed that it was. I thought this was a film about a wolf taking a bath in a creek, and it was going to be very majestic. (laughs) That's a Brandon joke right there. And it wasn't. Yeah, it is. (laughs) <laughs> and then I, I mean I, like I said it was just great I thought it was awesome the second one was too over the top and I didn't like it and I haven't seen any of the episodes from the TV show because it's that kangaroo scene killed the second one I, I, I barely even remember a lot of it and then I own it and then my number one top this was very difficult but it's the exorcism of Emily Rose hmm Nice. I, I, I couldn't. I, I mean, I sat and I looked at all the badass movies that came out that year. I mean, Devil's Rejects, 2001 Maniacs. And I actually went to where they filmed 2001 Maniacs. And I still could not let go of The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That movie was fucking amazing. If you listen very closely, you can hear Watson coming somewhere right now. That, that's what I was going to say. Well, not exactly that, but. Uh, it, I, I really need to re-watch that movie because I, I seen it when it came out. And I didn't, I didn't care for it. But Watson is so high on it, and he exp- he like when he talks about a movie, it makes you want to rethink. Yeah. Like, like, at least give it another shot. To be fair, <laughs> Watson is also really high on the witch, and he's completely wrong about that. Well, I don't know, man. When, uh, <laughs> to me, <laughs> to me, when Watson talks about a movie, it makes me want to rethink my life in the universe. Oh yeah, of course. That's the same acting about that. that you want to rewatch the movie, right? I mean, you know, the existence of everything is is fucking baffling to me. After he gets done, it's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. yeah, that Exorcism of Emily Rose is my number one, and it took me. I I, I finally decided on both of them about mm. five minutes ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a similar uh, problem with this year as well. It's a great year. Well. Yeah. With that being said, JP, did you have a hard time with this year or are you just hard? Uh, I did not have a hard time with this year because I love these two movies so much more than the other movies that came out this year. Uh, but I do really, really like Wolf Creek. That shit is the, – the, the scene where they're sitting there and he's talking about the knife and stuff. Like, man, that shit is great. But uh, – yeah, so my runner-up is another film that I credit for getting me back into horror. And this filmmaker for getting me back into horror. And that is Eli Roth's Hostel. This movie blew, like knocked my motherfucking socks off when I first seen it. I was just like, I can't believe this is in like the theater and stuff. It it like blew my mind. Like th- this was like such a hardcore movie, and everybody was talking about it. And I was like, this is insane. This is some stuff that I would be like scared to tell my friends that I like or something. Like I showed my friends Last House on the Left, and they were like, uh, like pissed off that that I made that I watched it with them, you know. And I did I had never. It was my first time watching it too. This was back <laughs> when I was a kid and stuff. But yeah. Wait, wait. I, uh, why? Why were they what? pissed? 
Oh, because it was like ultra violent and shocking and stuff. They've never seen somebody get raped on a movie before. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were kids and shit, but uh, Hostel, like, I, I don't know, man. There's something about this movie that the, the concept alone just like freaks me out and i think i think that it's like definitely more plausible than than a lot of the type of horror that we see and that freaks me out like it's scary to think about that there might be some place some like third world country where, where this is possible and where people are paying to kill other human beings and stuff it's just a great concept and gory works really well i i, I like the party aspect and the filmmaking is great in it too like everything's bright and like vibrant and then the day after everything happens you know like one of the dudes disappears and stuff everybody's washed out the girls don't look as pretty anymore that it, it's just like they everything looks grosser and it's like a it's like a hangover almost um so that's my, that's my runner-up and my number one it's that's also an awesome my, analogy i'm sorry that was an awesome <laughs> analogy i have to give you credit for that it's like a hangover that that is the best way that i've ever heard anybody describe the change uh, it's fucking, that's awesome I'm sorry I interrupted. Uh, I do. I do not know if I've heard that somewhere else. I probably have, but um, it, you know, whatever. You get uh, credit for it. Fuck all right, I'll else. take you credit, credit for it. Uh, that's what Brandon does. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I'm, just joking, I'm just joking. Um, so the the number one though, this is the other filmmaker that I credit for getting me back into horror. And this is not only my favorite movie of 2005; it's my favorite movie in this decade. So this is my number one here, peeps, and that is The Devil's Rejects. I had never seen a movie like this until I seen this movie, and it and it blew me away, and it still does to this day. I can't believe the amount of violence. Uh, that's that's on this movie and the fact that it was in theaters and that it was a popular movie uh one of the greatest endings of all time and some of the best characters ever because you have these villains who you fall in like with you like them and it's such a weird dynamic it's it's like what norman bates was in the original psycho except for you didn't know he was you know spoiler alert the killer uh so uh, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit <laughs> so More revelation you know that you know that the firefly clan is bad but somehow you still kind of like them and uh i think that each character is very unique uh when you're talking about otis um and captain spaulding and baby like they're, they're really really unique and and they're just it's a very well told story fleshed out completely different from house of a thousand. And it's really just, just an expansion of creativity. And, uh, I love it. Is it your favorite Rob Zombie film? Yes, it is. I'd probably have to say that's the pinnacle of his career too. I uh, like all of his Super films Bisto except is for clearly the one. pinnacle of his career. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like other movies. I think, I think the biggest one that, he fucking fucked up almost 31, but we won't get into that. I agree. I mean, yeah. Well, we already figured out 31. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I figured it out from Kenneth telling me about it. It's it's someone trying to make a Rob Zombie movie, and unfortunately it just happens to be Rob Zombie trying to make that movie. <laughs> right. He even said that, he, said that he tried to make that movie for the people that wanted like him to make this kind of movie. It, it just, like he did, it, there was a clip that they showed of him talking about the movie when I seen it at the pre-screening and it just, it made so much sense why he made all the wrong choices with that movie. 
Yep. <laughs> garbage. Mm. Speaking of garbage, Jay, what you got? Hi. <laughs> Dude, that was great. I gotta that was good. That. Uh, my runner-up is The Descent. I good fucking love that nice. movie. That good nice. movie. Uh, the gore was good. The story was good. It was super tense. You know, they were like trapped down there. The monster design was good. They didn't let you see them until, you know, it was time to see them, which I always like. Uh, and then my number one movie for 2005 was Hostel. Pretty much for the same reasons everybody said. I actually saw Hostel before Saw, so it was the first torture porn movie I'd ever seen. And I was just, like, the same thing that you said, um, that was already said, it just blew me away that this was something I was watching, that there was, like, yeah. a slow burn story followed by real life-like ultraviolence. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> After I was done watching it. But it's always stuck with me because of that. Well, hi, kids. Do you like violence? Dave Z, are you ready to give us your choices? Oh, yeah. Well, check it out. This was very tough because The Descent and Emily Rose were right. Picking my runner up was fucking very hard. It was between three movies. I knew what my number one was, but it was very hard with those three movies. It's funny because JP, I I picked the same movies as JP did, but they're reversed. My, My runner up is Devil's Rejects. And my number one is Hostel. And once again, JP, you mentioned those two directors getting you back in. I got to say, these two directors, I think, did excellent jobs here. And they both suffer from the same problem in their career. I, w- I want to see them, and not just me. I've heard other people say this on podcasts, but only because it makes perfect sense. I want to see these two directors not write and not have anything to do with the characters and direct stuff written by other people and ideas developed by other people because technically they're both great. I think Rob Zombie is better uh, as, as a filmmaker and, and I, as I a do visionary. Too. I agree with okay. that. But, but I think that they both are weak in, in, in their characters. But everything about Hostel is pretty much perfect. Uh, the frat boy shit, it isn't as bad as it was in some of his other movies. Uh, I'm actually into the characters. I'm into the story. And the one scene that nobody ever talks about, and I, I remember seeing it at the theater and go, like, what? And fucking, just because he says, when he's begging for his life, the one guy, and it's the guy that he was hanging out with earlier that put his hand on, you know, he bought him the, yeah. the drink at the bar, that guy. And he said, he's begging for his life. He's like, please. He's like, I- I'll pay you anything or something. And then the guy says, pay me. And he goes, I'm, you can't pay me. He goes, as a matter of fact, I'm the one that's paying them. And then he fucking, he screams and it cuts. Yeah. And I remember that moment. Nobody ever talks about it, But I was like, what the fuck? He's paying them. I, it didn't click as to what was going on. To me, that was a reveal. I was like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a reveal that no one ever talks about. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's a good scene, man. I'm glad you pointed that out because you're right. I've never heard a single person mention that. No, right? But here's the thing. I, I've, I've never heard anyone mention it because I didn't see it as a reveal. I knew before that that obviously there was an organization doing this. And I, I kind of felt I like I kind of already knew everything that was like like I was piecing together everything pretty easily. So it really wasn't much of a reveal once that I was like, oh, it's the guy from earlier. Obviously, he paid the drug people and the whores to to get the guy. So I kind of already knew like. That I mean, I think the only emphasis on that is at that point, maybe I was like, okay, maybe this is bigger than him just paying some local drug dealer pimp and hoes to do this. 
there's a bigger organization behind it, but I kind of had already figured out. So that, I've never thought about that scene as a reveal. Wow. Wait, now, did you see it right when it came out, or did you have any knowledge of this plot whatsoever? No, I saw, I saw that when it came out. I didn't know about the okay. plot. Interesting. Well, I can't well, remember if I saw it as a reveal or not, but I, I do love that scene. That's it's what great. I remember. Oh, and by it's the great. way, Dave, Eli Roth, his next film, actually, he did not write. Oh, yeah, 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 I hear you. But I have no interest. It's not really horror, so whatever. Yeah. But still, I, I feel you. And now let me just say something about Devil's Reject. It's House of a Thousand Corpses is my favorite Rob Zombie movie. I like the way it was made. I like the way he used the colors of it, the trippiness of it. It was just different. It was kind of like combining Natural Born Killers with like the Texas Chainsaw series. That That's yeah. what I thought right off the bat. And Natural Born Killers is my favorite movie. So just the style of it, plus what Rob Zombie's flair and everything about it. But here's the deal. I loved the characters in that movie. Like, I fucking fell in love with the Otis character the very first time I saw this film. Like, House of a Thousand Corpses. Very charismatic. Not Rejects. Rejects is when everyone else fell in love with them. I was down with them right in Corpses. And I was like, Mm -hmm. he's fucking great. That that scene when they're walking and he has the white paint on and the cross and and the red thing. I – and the white fucking – the blonde wig. I wore that as a costume in a casino. I was working at the Flamingo. (laughs) And I dressed that way and fucking dealt cards. And – it was amazing I got away with it because you're not you're supposed to be revealed because you're in a casino. You know what I mean? It's important for them to know who you are. I was so covered <laughs> with the white paint and everything. They were talking about sending me home, but they didn't. But I looked fucking just like their characters. So anyway, I was very much into the Firefly clan, you know, including Spalding. Then the way they were in, in this one, Rejects, is much different, but it makes perfect sense. In the first movie, they're having fun. They're killing. They're joking. Now, yeah, part two, this is run. when shit gets real. This is shit getting real. All right, guys. We're on the fucking run. This is our lives at, at stake. We're not playing this game anymore. And it makes total sense where they went. My only beefs with the film is some of the CGI fucking really bothers me. There's one scene in particular in the hotel involving a knife being in the one girl's chest. And I don't I like don't the... I don't even remember it. Oh, it sticks out like a sore thumb and since the first time I saw it, it's so bad. It's just like Land of the Dead, same thing. They came out the same year, I think, too. There's a CG scene in that with a, a guy's head getting knocked back, a zombie, and then he p- puts it back up, and that turned me off extensively. It was very bad. But anyway, I still enjoy Devil's Reject. It's my runner-up. It's an excellent film. But nice. that, that's what it is. And Hostel, wow, that fucking shit blew me away. Nice. All right, well, uh, my runner-up is Devil's Rejects. Um it's one of the best uh, character-driven movies I've ever seen. Otis is one of the most quotable dudes in history. In fact, I remember for when I was living with Kenneth, his ringtone at the time was Otis saying, the, uh, the next shit that comes out of your mouth better be some brilliant Mark Twain shit because it's definitely getting chiseled on your tombstone. That was uh. Kenneth's ringtone. I, I, like, I remember hearing that like every day for like three fucking months. Um, it's my favorite movie by Zombie. It's the strongest, in my opinion. Uh, a point I want to bring up, and I think I've told Kenneth about this, but I want to bring up. In the 2000s, uh, Rob Zombie put out four distinct movies. House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, Devil's Rejects, Halloween, Halloween 2. Now, if you, I don't know if y'all have ever paid attention to this, but to me, House of a Thousand Corpses and Halloween 2 are the same style movie, while Devil's Rejects and Halloween are the same style movie. One movie, Thousand, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Halloween 2, is very visually driven. While, yeah. <laughs> while Devil's Rejects and Halloween are very character driven. 
That's a good point. And I think it's very, very interesting because I'll ask people, which do you prefer out of House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects? Depending on what they pick, I know which Halloween they like more. Look at Dave Z. He likes House of Thousand Corpses more and he likes Halloween 2 more. You're correct. Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw a wrench in that theory. I like Fuck you, House Jay. of Corpses better and I like the first Halloween better. Fuck you, Jay. You don't count. <laughs> I do count. I'm a real boy. Yeah. Damn it. Count to five. Do it. Uh, three. You jabroni. Shut the fuck up. You just. X. <laughs> and uh, my number Square. one movie is one that has not been mentioned. Um, and we're going back to the world of Japan. The neighbor number thirteen. Being a bully in middle school, it might come back uh, to bite you in the ass. Uh, this okay. is a psychological revenge flick that took me two watches to understand what was going on. Uh, <laughs> I see a theme here. Yeah. Uh, I really like shot-out Japanese flicks, in case you didn't know. Um, basically, there's a guy named uh, Juzo who starts working at a construction job where he finds out the boss, who's named Akai, used to bully him in middle school. And to make matters worse, the apartment that he just moved in, well, Akai and his family, a wife and a toddler, live in the apartment above him. And uh, then a mysterious hooded figure appears and death starts to happen. And uh, JP, they do that one thing that you really, really like in horror movies. Kill kids? Yep. Nice. Nice. Um, This actually sounds pretty good, honestly, from the premise. It is really, really good, and the ending is is really, really strong. I've heard people hate the ending but i feel they just don't understand it so if you watch it and you don't like the ending either watch it again or come and talk to me and Dave, have you seen this settle it what yeah dave, dave have you, have seen, you seen this seen one no no i have not seen this and did you say the character's name was juzo yeah j-u-z-o juzo it must be uh brandon's japanese cousin okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's pretty good uh actually i heard brandon took his porn star name from this also except it's jizz on well now that i've lowered the standard for this show uh kenneth bring us back for 2006 all right so my runner-up for 2006 and uh may or may not have heard of this movie it's called cannibal um, fuck you! Is this porn. the one that Jerry Go wants me to yourself. watch that he hates? Shut! The, yes. I don't. No, no. I love oh. the movie. I just do not ever want to watch this fucking movie ever again in my life. <laughs> oh, gotcha. until in a few this episodes. This is the one that's out of print and hard to find, right? Yes, right. and soon we are going to cover it for Kill the Cast. I just keep putting it off because I really don't want to watch it again. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's one of those movies, man, that is so huh. psychological and it really hits home. And uh, knowing that it actually happened when you watch this, I mean, it is it is one of those movies that is the closest to reality out of out of any movie that's been made because it was completely based on a, a true story to the point of where it's not loosely where it just says it at the beginning. The guy that made this movie watched videos that were done by the killer and mm. based scenes off of those videos. Nice. Yeah, it it was fucking awesome. And then, uh, you know, so if anybody ever get a chance, you know, me and Jerry will try to make it happen to where people can see it after we do our episode. And 
Yeah, we're gonna we're we're actually gonna try to work that out where other people can see it because it's so difficult to come by. Nice. And then uh, my number one for two thousand. Oh, thank God Silent... we're over that. Yeah, my number <laughs> one for two thousand six is Silent Hill. Really? Oh, the Silent yeah. Hill biker. Of can, course. Can yeah. we talk yeah, about dude. how Kenneth made? I was living with Kenneth when he got this on DVD, and he made me watch it like over and fucking oh he had a dvd player that wouldn't when it when the movie ended it would just restart the movie and <laughs> i swear to you there's two movies that we went on like binges where like a month long we only watched this one movie i don't know why we just did and one of them was silent hill are you a fan of the games yes i'm a huge okay. fan that's where silent hill biker comes from dude i've got there's only one out of the entire series that I don't have, and that's uh, Shattered Memories for the PS3. PS2. Oh, I that is really the only, like those games. That's oh, the only one the, that I don't own. The, the the game that's sitting over in the other room right now, Kenneth? That game? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's the only one that, other than the... Uh, the uh, it's that, the it's this giant arcade game that looks like one of the beds from a hospital that's all burnt and fucked up, and it's a shooter game, and I can only get it from overseas in asia i think korea south korea for fucking four thousand dollars <laughs> and and the pachinko game okay yeah but i ain't studying that but yeah so silent hill and and to me it was one of the you know uh, i think it was one of the best you know video game to movie adaptations yeah, right. I like the, the movie. I like the movie when it came out too. I but I don't have a history with the games either. But I always hear people like talk shit on it. That's why I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's one of the best ones. I mean, they did change the story around a little bit, so I think that a lot of the people that have such an issue with it are people that are you know hardcore anal retentive about changing characters around. Because mm-hmm. in the original, you know, it's in the game, it's, yeah, it's a dude searching for his daughter. Yeah. When in the movie, it changed it up to the mom searching for the daughter. I'm going and... to tell you what, though. I'm going to give the director tons of props for Silent Hill because he actually brought a PS1, a copy of the game, onto set to show them scenes that they were going to recreate, like the uh, the angles and stuff. Like when the right. uh, the baby's attacker. That's straight out of that's The angle they use and everything else is right out of the game in one of those shots. And he made the actors and everyone watch watch the gameplay so that they could understand what he was trying to do. Even for the movement, you know, a lot of that shit, the movements on the uh, on the different monsters, how Pyramid Head walks, the whole nine, everything was. He was extremely attentive. See, to I, how I, the game I both works. I both love and hate that Pyramid Head was in it. I, I like I, I well I love the character, but he's only ever he's only in two. And he's only there as a manifestation of that character's guilt. So, uh, I, I got you. But that's. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but but again, I, like, I loved. I loved seeing. Yeah, him, but you gotta have that the thing in there. And of he's bed. the most iconic thing about that's true. that series. He's great. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna get him tattooed on me. Actually. Oh, nice. are you gonna put him? Hey, can you put him writing on top of the black Philip you have on your chest? Actually, I was gonna put him on my rib cage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Kenneth, yeah, had, Kenneth mean, had Black Phillip before Black Phillip was Black Phillip. Yep. Tattooed <laughs> on my chest. Fucking cool. All but right. Yeah, so those are mine. JP. Cool. Yay. Motherfucking P. 2006. My favorite, my favorite video game adaptation is House of the Dead. 
Um, no, yeah, yeah. Jay already <laughs> made this joke, and I threatened to kick him off it, the show. It was a I will, I will kick you off this show. <laughs> I will figure out a way to kick you off Married with Children. Somehow, I'll kick you off Twenty Two Shots, Netflix, and Chill, and we'll get Dave to start doing the Vestron podcast. You can't kick him. You can't kick him off Married with Children. Damn! I mean, if it wasn't for him and Alex, I wouldn't even listen to the damn show. Uh, oh, <laughs> burn! <laughs> yeah. And I think so, JP was just trying you, to get kicked off when you, you made that joke. You so. fucking, <laughs> you fucking say this to me on the day of my cat's quinceanera. You say this to me. <laughs> Let me tell you something, okay? It's okay. Silent Hill Revelations was amazing. Oh, you're a fucking whore. <laughs> oh, see, uh, I like that one too. Uh, I, I, I do too. Shit. Uh, okay, JP, let's be real this time. Let's be realistic. Let's be honest, uh, and let's let's actually stay on topic uh, for this. Uh, why are you such a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, okay, so um, my runner-up is another one of those kind of like. Is it horror type movies? Um, but this one I believe is actually listed as horror on IMDb, which is shocking to me when something like uh, Battle Royale is not. And this movie is William Friedkin's Bug. Has anybody seen this, first of all? No. Yeah. Who's in it? Who's in it? Ashley Judd. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah. Okay. So this movie to me. I ordered a movie called Bug from or Bugs from it was a sci-fi channel like bug movie and <laughs> I ordered that and this came and I was like what the hell this doesn't look like that sci-fi movie and <laughs> um I decided to watch it anyway you know cuz it, it it was you know they sent me the actual one I wanted but now I had this one so I was like all right whatever and I watched it, and it's like a regular movie, like nothing dark or scary about it. It's just like two like druggies, like living in a hotel, like hanging out. And then all of a sudden, it takes this. Cr- I knew nothing about this movie. It takes this goddamn left turn into Insanityville, and it's the most perfect creation of insanity on screen that I've ever seen. Like I'm convinced these people are insane. Like it, it is absolutely. T- terrifying to me and uh i i love this movie it blew me away it's one of the best movies i've ever seen in my entire life that's um, what doing meth wow. is like <laughs> that, yeah right that sounds, i'm not joking that sounds just like jay's homemade porn tapes <laughs> those are fucking lit yo <laughs> uh yeah but the 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 title bug is is very interesting. It, it has a big part to do with the movie, you know. Um, but I, I love this movie. It's 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 crazy, and uh, the performances are f- so good, so good. Uh, so my number one though is like one of my favorite. Uh, it is, I believe, it is my favorite remake. If I'm if I'm my memory is correct, uh, and I remember watching this movie. I was kicking it with like my like back when I used to like rap and stuff when I was like a kid, you know. Uh, I was chilling with the dude that I used to rap with and we used to, he used to like, you know, smoke a ton of weed and invite me over to his house and, and we'd eat like piles of chicken nuggets and pizza rolls from the microwave while his mom was in jail. And we rented this on direct TV and it was the Hills have eyes. And it like, it, it just, I was on the edge of my damn seat this entire movie. It just blew me away. Since then I've seen it so many times that it doesn't have the same effect, but like it, it 
was another one of those films that got me back into horror completely. Like, this was the, the final peak of it where I was like, I love horror again. And uh, yeah, it is like, it's just a, such a, it's such a good remake. Cause it takes the concept. It's what Jerry said with uh chainsaw it takes the concept and it just, and it just runs with it in, in, in a kind of a same direction, but just, just stylized it and, and uh, you know, push that concept of the meteor family even further and uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great remake. It's it's probably the best remake in my opinion. Okay, well JP's wrong. So Jay, <laughs> um, I didn't watch any movies this year, so I've got no. I'm just kidding. Um, so my runner-up is Slither, uh, comedy horror. Nathan Good Fillion, movie. fucking hilarious, just absolutely hilarious. I love the the over-the-top gore. It's just it absolutely cracked me up. Hey, hey, actually, yes, go ahead. I was going to say, Kenneth, whenever, do you have the same problem when anyone says Slither, you think of the Tech 9 song? <laughs> no, I don't have that problem, but now I'm probably going to. I, I wanted someone else to have the same problem as me, because as soon as you said it, I was just like, I love the way you make a Slither, baby. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry I interrupted you for that, Jay, go ahead. No, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so I, I worked at Blockbuster for a very short time, and I used to watch movies on my breaks and lunches. So it would take me two shifts usually to watch a full movie. Um, but I remember watching this one in the, uh, in, in the break room or the back room, the only room we had. Um, and then watching it all the way through at once later down the line. But yeah, I absolutely, I, I love Slither. It's fucking hilarious. And then my number one is Silent Hill. Uh, like Kenneth said, it is one of the best, if not the best video game movies or movies based on a video game. Regardless of the chains changes, um, the creature design—it just it. Regardless of it being based on a video game, it has everything I want out of horror movies. The creature design was great. The story was, you know, as as original as a horror movie story can be. Uh, the gore, especially the end fucking scene, Jesus Christ, that was satisfying to watch. I just absolutely love this movie. My favorite scene is when uh, Pyramid Head ripped the skin off that chick. Oh, it's great. Yes, that's that awesome, too. That was my too. favorite. I've, I mean, I've, I've watched that scene uh, frame by frame where I've just, you know, skipped each frame just to watch it in all its fucking glory. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, the, the leader chick getting raped by Barbar was awesome, but there's nothing. There's, I don't remember any of this in this movie. And, <laughs> dude, I mean, when Pyramid really? Head, you need to fucking rewatch it. I have yeah, it on dude. Blu-ray. <laughs> when and Pyramid I Head picks that chick up and just grabs her by the chest and twist her skin like it's a shirt and rips it off of her entire body i was like i was in the theater and i was like oh oh my god that was fucking amazing <laughs> also they did a really good job with the whole uh ash transition where they would make everything just like fall away to ash i do remember that that, that was, was really straight good. out of the video game oh and also just for y'all here is a sound clip of jay watching his favorite scene scene by scene or frame by frame (laughs) (laughs) all right so more silent hill love dave where are you at all right this is the only time this evening that i'm gonna do something that's a little cheat cheater get the fuck off my show well check it out okay the only reason i'm not making this the official pick is because number one i've only seen it one time I own the Blu-ray, but I've only watched it once. But every time I think about this movie, I think about it, you know, pretty fondly. 
So I wanted to have it there. But another thing is, it's also maybe not really a straight-up horror movie. So I'm going to throw it in there as, a, as an extra. But that movie is Pan's Labyrinth. Mm. I love Good Pan's flick. Labyrinth. Good flick. I I've have never seen. I have not. That's another movie I watched in the blockbuster break room. I have not watched it, but Reese keeps telling me I need to watch it. Dude, I think I think I honestly think you'd like it. It's it's really good. It's got well, a good it's story. Del, it's Del Toro, and I usually love everything Del Toro does. Uh, it's it's this very was the well movie made. That, this was the movie that really put him put him out there, man. I think Pan's Labyrinth did better. Really? I think Pan's Labyrinth did more for him than the Hellboy movies than any of the other ones. I think I think Pan's Labyrinth did it for him. Yeah, I really think people started it. taking him more serious as a filmmaker a- after yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But that's the extra one. Now, my, my, my runner-up, actually, there's a lot of slashers this year, in case you guys didn't know. I love like slashers, too. Four, and I love them, too. And it's, it was honestly really tough to pick which one I was going to pick, because I kind of have them all rated right about the same. And ultimately, I just settled on Hatchet. I, I, I really? really like Hatchet. Yeah, yeah, I really like Hatchet. Uh, the first one, the second and third, not as much, but I really enjoy it. Uh, I, I I was remember being really excited to see it when it was advertised because there was a website and it was actually kind of scary. And you go on this website and they played the trailer and that little girl's voice talking about, yeah, Victor Crowley, a deformed boy. That was and the they, uh, fan. That was the uh, mock trailer. The movie didn't well, even exist at the time. They that's what's fucked created up. Created that. They showed it, and they showed this deformed boy, and you know that shit fucks with me. And I saw that, and it looked spooky, and it was on the actual website. Then after that trailer ended, on the website, you just heard, like, rain coming down just in the background. And then just this little, like, voice of, like, a, you know, a, a missing a missing boy or something. And he was, like, kind of like, ah, almost like Jason when he's mm-hmm. lost in the woods in part one. But that being on that website already creeped me the fuck out. So I was like, this is like, oh, this is actually going to be fucking old school American horror like they say, and it's going to be fucking scary and badass. Well. It wasn't, but. <laughs> it wasn't scary. And that was the letdown. that There, there was more comedy than scares, but. The kills were great, and it was probably the most fun I've had watching a slasher in quite a while. So uh, I give it to, to Hatchet. And you know, yeah. it, gave me, it gave me high hopes for Adam Green, and unfortunately, I was let down. Oh, that reminds oh, me. Uh, what the hell, Kenneth? By the way, uh, when we do the Frozen episode, JP's requested to be on. I love oh, Frozen. Okay. Movies. I love oh, it too, JP. That movie was fucking shit. It was horrible. What? It Frozen was my favorite. That's one of the terrible fucking movies I've ever watched in my life. Oh, what? If, if, I, if I had a chance to be on a podcast like with the Skeleton Crew and talk to Adam Green, I would ask him straight up. I would be like, dude, what the fuck? Everything else it's his in best your fucking... movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not I his agree. best movie. Hey, Digging wait, up the wait, marrow wait. is the best. What is Frozen else? the one where they're stuck on the ski lift? Yes. Yeah. 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 That movie is fucking garbage. What? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yes. Time out, time out, time out. We're going to come okay. back, both of hold us, up. and argue this one. We're going to, okay, <laughs> okay. Iceman shouldn't have time out. That doesn't even make any sense. Everyone, everyone, everyone quiet. We will come back to this. We will have a show, and it, and I'll moderate it. And it'll be JP and Dave versus Kenneth and Jay. Unless I hate Frozen also, and then I'll try not to be biased, and we will see who wins this. Is this for the Tag Team Championship of the World? Tag Team (laughs) Championships 
of the world. We will see who wins um, on this because, wow, it just got heated. And, I, I mean, I had to full stop on you motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right let's leave it at that and, and we will leave it at digging up the marrow is the best adam green movie so uh Dave, catch it. what do you what what is your uh, main pick your number one number one is uh one of the few movies that it's a number three in a series and it's equal to me with its with its original and it's i love this movie and it's saw three huh Crickets. I adore okay. this movie. Oh, yeah, sorry, I think it's fucking incredible. I think it's also a ten out of ten if I'm reading a movie. Really? I think it's dude. I yes, what happened in Saw three? One in three. I haven't seen it since it came out. Oh, dude, you don't even need to watch two. Two is one of my least favorite. Well, one I'm watching three. two this week and three the week after because nah. twenty two shots. I don't so. even remember what happened. Oh, are you one. starting that shit? Oh. Uh, secret. <laughs> oh, well, it's not remember. secret anymore, and also not Shaw. secret because Jeremy's been posting it in the group. But yeah. Uh, Damn. Anyway, I love Saucy. I love everything about it. It's a great story, great great twist at the end. It's just one of those movies that I'm hook, line, and sinker, start to finish. I feel bad for the father and grieving over his lost child. Uh, I think the traps are awesome. Everything that Jigsaw's doing is great. It's just just top-notch fucking enjoyment. I can't even remember, finish. Oh, it's amazing. I Is that just the one with the uh, shotgun bullet next? That's the, dude, that's that's so funny you said that, Jay, because that's the only thing that I was thinking. <laughs> Which I'll, one? I'll, the shotgun what? The shotgun, the shotgun bullet necklace. necklace is what I called it. It's oh, the big metal to... ring, and the doctor has to wear it while she keeps Jigsaw alive or else it explodes. Oh, yeah, that big thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, okay. That, that's it. Yeah, well, is that the one that's got the the lady cop in it, and she gets like the angel wing thing, where it like what? rips her ribs out, and it, where it rips her ribs? Oh, out. oh, oh Dina Meyer, yeah, she does yes. get it in three, or is it four? She gets it. Fuck, I, can't I don't remember. know. Those I movies run together so much for me, man. Well, uh, that was the picks from Ten Out of Ten, Dave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I will go into mine, and mine is. Uh, we went to Japan to get the director to bring him back to America, and then we told him, we're not fucking showing this on American TV. Get the fuck out. And that is Imprint by Takashi Miike from the Master of Horror <laughs> movie series. How That counts? F- uh, it's a movie, isn't it? Yeah, it I counts. Mean, technically, it's an episode. Oh, it's a made... Oh, okay. it... Look, here. if you listen Each to... Each episode is a movie, though. Yeah, and if you listen to Cinema Attack... They've already decided that movies and TV episodes are the exact same thing. Say what? So, yeah, listen to their newest episode, listening. episode two. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> their newest episode, episode two. Yeah, episode two. <laughs> um, and hey, it's been declared. Um, so, I count it because it is a movie. I have it on a standalone DVD. I count it as a movie, too. I do. Then why are you giving me shit? Just busting your balls. This isn't Married <laughs> with Children. Just because I didn't see it, I didn't see it pop up, you know, because I don't know, it didn't pop up well, in movies, but I love Imprint, so. I'll tell you what, open your mouth, mouth, open your eyes, and I'll show you what pops up. <laughs> anyway, so I fucking love this movie. Holy shit, do we have a fucking movie right here. Uh, this, okay, so the story is a journalist goes looking for his lost girlfriend he shows up at the brothel brothel that she was at to find out more info and is given the story of the lost girlfriend by another woman who also includes a lot of information about herself and the secret that comes out at the end is fucking insane. 
And I feel like this film is one of the most disturb- disturbing films that is actually done very well. It's not shock mm. for shock value. Everything there makes sense. Everything there is great. And it has some scenes that make you go, what the fuck? And it actually has scenes that made me go, I think I've just got to look away for a second. I just can't. It was banned. Deal. Yeah, yeah Showtime would it. not fucking show the movie. They were so worried about the controversy that would come up um, from uh, a certain torture scene. And then there's uh, a whole thing about abortion. Um, it is one of those movies you gotta fucking check out. Um, you can actually find the DVD for pretty cheap. It's not really hard to find. Um, I actually have two copies of the DVD. Um, and sticking with uh, the Asian persuasion, we're leaving Japan and we're going to South Korea to go to The Host. The Host is a great kaiju film that shows what happens mm-hmm. when a lazy dad must step up to the plate when his daughter is taken by a mysterious monster. It is filled with some actually really, really fucking good emotional acting. Um, and it has some really fucking just like honestly hilarious moments. Um, it has everything. I was actually surprised at how good it was first time I watched it. Yeah. Kenneth, can you believe Reese hates this movie? She thinks it's terrible. I almost broke up with her when I found that out. I was I, I don't know if I can be with someone. Well, at least she's, at least she's hot. Yeah. That kind of makes up for it a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, you're inside of her and you're about to come and then you remember she doesn't like the fucking host. And you weren't supposed and, to tell people about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I love the host. If you want um, uh, a, a monster movie that has great acting, has funny moments, has really tense scene, has some beautiful cinematography, and has some actually pretty decent CGI, the host is what you need to watch. Yo, Jerry, this is crazy because that movie's been on my radar for years it's been in my netflix queue on the instant it's no longer there it's it's been somewhere else uh, on a streaming site in, in in my list or my queue or whatever and i st- and i've been meaning to watch it and meaning to watch it and i was actually gonna watch it last night and then one thing <laughs> led to because of this because i was looking you know trying to see what I, and i'm like man people love the host maybe i should watch it maybe it'll make my list and I was going to watch it last night, and it well, just wasn't in the cards. But I, mean, I'm I'm, I got to watch it. Dave, it's going to hit a little home for you uh, because you do have a daughter. Oh, and and, oh, and, and, and so, like, you're going to connect with the dad. You're not as lazy as this dad, but you're going to connect with, with, like, the emotional pain he goes through as, as you know, his daughter was, was fucking taken and, oh. having, and having to, like, go through all that. Um because I mean, his daughter is is really, really like smart and responsible, and like loves her dad, um, very similar to your own daughter. So, I think I think you will fall in love with this movie. Uh, I'm psyched, man! I was gonna watch it. Well, uh, if by chance I watch it, and I like it better than Hatchet. Boom! I'm gonna have to come back in. <laughs> That's what I like to my- hear. I have this DVD. I've never. I've had it in my collection dude, for like four years. Watch it. It's yeah. it, dude. A lot of people don't watch it now because it's they, long. They, no, well, it is long. Like when you get into Asian films, they're always longer than necessary. Every single Asian film I've talked about tonight could be edited by ten to twenty minutes to make it faster paced yeah. and and run a little bit smoother. 
And that's every, whether it's Korean, whether it's Japanese, almost all of them are like that. It's something that comes with the turf. Yeah, Korean the most, though. Korean fucking, all their movies are like at least an hour and 50 minutes long and run between like that time and like two hours, two and a half hours. It yeah, seems. yeah. You know? Japanese but, sometimes, not as much. Uh, like Battle Royals, two hours. Yeah, and, but Takashi you know, Miike is really bad about about not editing down some shit because, yeah, and he also yeah. a lot of his he, movies he is. have yeah. really bad pacing issues. That is the one yeah. thing I will say about Miike. But Miike will yeah. also literally direct almost fucking anything, like that fucking weird ass shot out fucking musical he did, The Happiness mm. of the. Kata Kuda Kudamaris or whatever this that movie is, yeah that movie Kata is yeah. fucking that was two thousand two holy you shit know, that movie was crazy he's a hundred this year he's making his hundredth movie dude yeah in one year he did like four fucking movies he literally <laughs> and here's the thing y'all were talking about how y'all don't y'all want like Rob Zombie Eli Roth to not write their own shit and just direct that's what Takashi Miike does like he literally dude, will direct yeah. almost fucking anything if you're like if you will pay him he will direct it. Yeah. He's a hustler, man. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty and much. He's a visionary. He's fucking great behind with his his direction is fantastic. Yeah, it's so, just off the fucking. It just goes yeah, places. It you does. Can't always follow. It he's is. like the Fulci of fucking uh, of of, of uh, Asian horror. Oh, yeah, dude, that is, follow it. That is the <laughs> most spot on thing I've ever fucking heard, and I've <laughs> literally heard Kenneth come. <laughs> So let's go into what I think is the most, uh, the 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 most generic year out of all of these because I think this is the one problem. If you had problems with this year, I don't know how this this just seemed to be like oh. easy write off, generic, bam bam done. Because um, the picks are just so fucking easy. So Kenneth, two thousand and seven, where you at? My runner up was Thirty wait, Days wait. of Night. I'm kind of confused. Did you just say this year is not good? No, this no, movie, no this year easy. this year is easy. There's no like I don't th- if you had problems picking a movie in this year, I have to wonder why. It just seems like okay, here's a bunch of good movies. Yeah, I like that one a little bit more. Oh. Bam, done. I just think great, this, great this, year. this year is, I love this year. No, I'm oh, not yeah. saying that this year is bad. I'm this just saying this year has that, one of my favorite movies, my favorite horror movies of all yeah, time in it. I just think this, this was is, my hardest year. Would yeah, this really? is the best year of the 2000s, I think. Holy yeah, shit. Too. I agree. We did a show on it. We did a fucking Exploding Ed special because of that. Because when we did our 40 Years of Horror, we were looking at 2007, talking about the runners-up and this movie and that. And we were like, holy shit, 2007 is an amazing year. And Man, then okay. Watson goes on to talk about 2007, how great he thinks it is on his show. So that's why we, we did that show. Yeah, okay, it's maybe it's just, I guess, in my view of the year is generic and i thought it would be that way for other people but apparently i'm very wrong on this <laughs> so i i can admit when i'm wrong it doesn't happen often but i can do it uh so kenneth i'm sorry you said your runner-up was 30 days of night yes great flick man love it yeah i picked that one man because i like i love i like the comic books too but i love the idea of mm-hmm. endless night I thought I thought that whole thing was just that whole idea behind that was great, and then I also really liked the take on the vampires too, because it was different. It wasn't it, it you know it wasn't the 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 romantic style that uh, like Anne Rice and stuff like that that I, I I also really dig, but it wasn't that that you know, and obviously it wasn't Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, you know what I'm saying, like Twilight. So um, 
I really, really like that. And then my number one was The Mist. Nice. I mean, to me, The Mist has got one of the greatest endings ever for a movie. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like the, I like the premise of it. I like the look of it. You know, it was kind of Silent Hill-esque to me. And then when you get to the end of it, it was just like, it, I mean, it just blew me away. I mean, that was just a fucked up ending all the way around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, JP, 2007. Uh, 2007 was hard for me, man. There's about four films that I love a lot that that could go here. Uh, I I debated feel, on my. If it makes you feel that? any, if it makes you feel any better, I'm hard for you and I'm in love with you. <laughs> uh, my 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 runner up was tough, man. I I I, de- I debated all the way up until about you know a half hour ago on what I was gonna go with. It was the only year that I had this much trouble with. Uh, and I decided to go with The Mist for my runner-up. I just seen this in the theater uh, last week, I believe, a little, little over a week ago, week and two days. And, uh, man, it's such a powerful movie. If you've never seen the black-and-white version, I highly recommend it. It hides the CGI a little bit, which is people's number one complaint with it. Uh, but it is, it, it's, it's meant to be seen in black-and-white. That was the original intention. And it's on the Blu-ray, the black and white version. Highly recommend it. Agreed. Uh, but, but to me, I think that this movie does so many great things. And the ending alone is like masterpiece level. It's it's amazing. When Stephen King says, I wish I thought of that, that's, that's some powerful shit for his own you know story. And uh, But I love uh, the aspect of the film that a lot of people don't talk about. And that's how they tackle religion and how... Uh, in a desperate time, uh, religion can be such an impactful thing uh, in in that sort of way. And I think that the scene in which they, um, you know, really go kooky and, and, you know, stab the soldier and he's just pleading, pleading, please don't throw me out there. You know, it just touches me, man. It just it freaks me out. That's the stuff that actually scares me is is people uh, outnumbering me. And, and forcing me to do things or, or, or killing me or something like that over something that seems so ludicrous to me, something that I can't wrap my head around. But to them, they believe it so strongly that that it you know pushes them to do these crazy things. And you just want to be able to explain, no, 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 you shouldn't do this because this and this and this and this. But you can't because they have their minds set on something. Uh, love The Mist. Fantastic movie. And uh, my number one is... Uh, a film that I think that any horror fan should love uh, because it's it's what I think it encapsulates what we love about the genre and it has one of the best atmospheres of all time and it's trick or treat, trick or treat guys, trick or treat. I I like trick or treat, but I don't. I'm not as high high on it as everyone else is. Um, I watched it for the first time last year, and I think it's good, um, but I just. I thought I thought it was just okay. It takes it takes time, I think, because the first time that I seen it, I didn't love it, and now it's one of I my did. favorite horror movies. <laughs> wow, ever. I'm the opposite, JP. The first time I saw it, the atmosphere blew me away, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome! It's gonna be a new tradition for me. I haven't felt this way about a Halloween movie in years. It was great." And then the more I watched it, and keep in mind. You were on the show. I gave it a nine out of ten. It's high praise. I'm, yeah. you know. Uh, but the more I watched it, I started examining 
the the stories for what they were, and I was getting a little less impressed and, and drifting off during some of them at a couple times where the novelty wore off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I had the opposite reaction, but to, a great movie. Sure. To be fair, Dave, the first time I get blown, I'm usually really, really up on it too, and then every time afterwards, slowly and slowly, I go, okay, it's not... Maybe there's a little problem here. Should have went a little deeper there. You know, could have looked up here. You know, I, I understand that completely. Yeah, yeah, it's same damn cracker, you know? Well, I wasn't nope. going to bring a race into it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old Eddie Murphy Raw joke that nobody got on. That's all right. <laughs> uh, on this show, when it comes to Raw, we only know ODB. Oh, baby, like it Raw. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay. With that being said, let's move on to the rawness himself, Jay. Jeez, I'm just going to get all the nicknames this episode. <laughs> That's the problem with going after Jerry. <laughs> going after Jerry? Or, I mean, having Going Jerry. after JP. I okay. guess it doesn't um, matter, yeah. So my runner-up, and I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet with as uh, much as we talked about it earlier, was the Halloween remake. I just, I fucking loved it. I I like this as a rewatchable film more than I like the original. This was the one. This was the one I was debating. For I like the backstory. A lot of people complain about the backstory. They're like, it removes love the mystery. It. It's like, well, no, I, I love, love the it. backstory. I love it. Absolutely love, love it. it. I love the increase in gore. I just, I love everything about it. Uh, the second one was batshit insane. So we're not going to talk about that. But <laughs> I absolutely love the original Halloween remake. The original <laughs> Halloween yeah, remake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then my number one, and like I said earlier, is one of my favorite horror movies of all time is The Mist. I just, like everyone else has already said, the ending, uh, the creature design, it was fucking fantastic. Uh, I got to watch the black and white version for the first time last year. Nice. I uh, picked up the, the collector's edition Blu-ray that has it on there, and I decided to give that a shot, and it made it feel like a... A '60s horror, a '60s monster movie, with a 2000s um, ending. Right? Yeah. Oh God, yes. But yeah, I I love that he had the balls to do that. I love that it wasn't the ending from the book, and I love that Stephen King loved that it wasn't the ending from the book either. Yeah. Um, just everything about the mist. If you haven't seen the mist, you need to see the mist immediately. That. Um, is but yeah, so that's accurate. that's uh that's that that's mine for that year. All right, Dave. I'm hoping at, I'm hoping at least one of my movies in the last two years is something somebody hasn't talked about, so I have something more to say than what they already said. <laughs> yeah, well, let's, uh, let's. I got my fingers crossed for 2008. We'll see. We'll see, Dave. Where are you at? All right. Well, this one's been discussed here again and again tonight, and uh, my runner-up is The Mist. Excellent movie, and like I said, 2007 is an excellent year. So yeah. many to choose from. Seriously, so an amazing, uh, an amazing year, I think. Uh, but yeah, I picked the mist. It, it's great. Uh, I watched it also for the first time, black and white, last year, and I enjoyed it. Next time I watch it, it'll probably be black and white again. But I could s- still see myself going back and forth. But mm-hmm. it's a great story. Uh, it's it's just a great movie all around. The creatures are great. It's it's when they go outside and you see the giant ones. That really gets me. It seems. I know it sounds silly, but it seems realistic. Like, if that was to take yeah, place, I yeah. felt like I'm in the moment with them people. It's weird. It's scary. Like, I don't believe it could happen. It's cold chilly. You get, like, a cold yes. chill. You just realize how massive this thing, this oh. the situation is. JP, you oh. know you can put chili in the microwave, right? 
<laughs> He's Mexican. He knows all about chili. Come on. Yeah. I'm just questioning <laughs> here. <laughs> Are you guys looking forward to the TV series? It's on. No, I heard it's, it's on. I heard oh, it's I haven't seen it. I think it's I almost it's done so... with the first season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's oh, almost man. done. I don't watch live TV. <laughs> yeah, me I don't neither. either. I, I, I don't... I, it sucks, I hear. I keep yeah. hearing again and again that it sucks. So I'm like, well. Uh, we literally mentioned it on episode one. Of 22 <laughs> shots and it's finally right. happened oh shit we're on episode 109 now by the way <laughs> and three years later three almost wow. four all that talk about that fucking that that show and there's been so many good shows and it ends up you know it seems like it's going to be a shitty show that that's the funny part they've been talking almost about it. <laughs> everything has been made from 22 shots on that first news segment Except for Friday the 13th. <laughs> well, I, you know, the I'm, it I'm movie. We mentioned there. it. We mentioned it on that first episode. Right, right. The Isn't that great? Yeah. That's fucking great. So, um, yes, uh, the mist. <laughs> Here's something I want to say. Here's the fucked up part. As fucked up as she is, and I think she, Stephen, Stephen King is known to have the, you know, the religious zealots, the fucking, cra- you know, these crazy people, and it's a standard in his, you know, in his stories. And, I'm all, I, I, I completely dig it because there are a lot of fucking kooks out there. But here's the funny thing. <laughs> Turns out that fucking crazy lady was right. <laughs> and what, nobody what ever she, talked. What was she She's, right about? She said we should sacrifice the child and this will end. And guess what? As soon as the kid gets sacrificed, <laughs> Yo, killed, that's, no, that's that, some cold-blooded no. shit what you just said right there. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I never thought about that. I never thought of that. I mean, technically, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's one way no, to look no. at it. Holy it just so shit. Happens that just that brought just up a whole new like, theory to that movie. Yeah, that's dude. just a coincidence. But it's cool. It's, it's cool it's to talk cool, about. Though. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> maybe, somebody, maybe the director actually thought that. That would Who be knows? insane. I know. Yeah. I talked to him. Wow. Oh, you just blew my mind. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> hey, uh, so, my my, mist. I call my dick mine, You're, Dave. Oh. If you don't mind. <laughs> nope, that's what Brandon's for. Sorry, I'm not in the grab ass group. Come well, it's on, okay. Man. I want you to grab my dick, not my ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What the hell? I'll, I'll try it. All right. <sighs> and wow. that is the last American movie I'm going to be discussing for the rest of the night. That are that time. Oh I'm man. What? I mean, yes. No that way! Almost, it's almost my last. One. No, because in two thousand and nine, I thought I had you pegged. Nope, it's the last. Oh wait, oh, you go after me. Never mind. I might still have a chance for two thousand eight then. Yep. Okay. And my number one for this year is what I've said is my favorite found footage movie, period, and it is Wreck. And I still haven't seen Wreck. I oh, have dude. not either. What the fuck? Really? I own it. Did you guys I... listen to our show when we did it with Watson? No, because I don't uh, listen to no, shows I, where I... I did. I, I did listen to it because if it's like... Sometimes I'll be like, well, let me see if it's something to be interesting. If I get interested in enough in the movie, I'll kind of turn it off and go watch it. Um, oh, dude. Please don't tell me you guys have both seen... And, and I like the movie. It's a good remake. I've seen Quarantine. I have oh. not. Okay, I'm glad you're going in without I've seeing seen quarantine, quarantine once. I do it's like good. Quarantine, though. I, I do, too. You know what Quarantine is? It's just like Let Me In, which is a good remake, but it's not on the caliber of Let the Right One In. But it, yeah. it's it's a good remake. You know what I, I mean? For... still have not finished Let the Right One In because I get so fucking bored. That's all. That all I right. lose Move attention. On. <laughs> Move on. So, so Dave, wreck. Yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and this is the reason I called this year generic. It's because I knew I, everyone was going to have the mist. I knew everyone was going to have the mist. Um, I had to. And my list also includes the mist. It has to. Uh, (laughs) The mist is my number one. Uh, that's my number one of the year. It's one of the best Stephen King adaptions out there. It pulls the jaws and changes the ending and makes it better than the ending of the book. Um, and it hits everything. It's got Lovecraft monsters, crazy religious lady, and paranoia for everyone. Um, and the the ending is one of the most desperate pieces of, of, of a masterpiece I've ever seen. Nice. Um, and much like Jay, my runner-up is Halloween. Uh, oh yeah! The highly controversial remake that has separated horror fans like no other, and I fucking love it. And <laughs> I, I love it, it more than the original Halloween movie. And I don't care oh. who knows it. The zombie grindhouse look pushes this story to a place it has never been. And while I know some people hate the backstory, I fucking love it. The grime love and it. rawness in this movie is fucking great. And if and I'm sorry if if. I'll go back to Kenneth and I uh, and Jay. We all we we did the original Halloween, and I'm sorry, but the name the shape is fucking stupid. I understand if you like the <gasps> mystery, but the shape it sounds like a fucking bad guy on a goddamn Sesame Street episode. Yeah, but nobody actually calls him the shape. Oh no 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 no! When you start talking to the hardcore fans. Who fucking like? That, that's a description of the character. The, oh, but they call him. They're like, oh yeah, the shape, the mystery. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck your shapes, fuck your mystery, <laughs> fuck your. Well, shapes. that is the shape. The shape is part one. That's all there is to it. That it, it's a respect thing for a fuck for Halloween '78. He's the shape in that movie. It's the only time he's credited as the shape ever in this entire fucking series. And of course, the Michael Myers that's in the Halloween remake is not the shape. The shape. So. I don't know. I respect it. I, I, I've used that term too. The shape. I'm not a Halloween fanboy, a franchise fanboy, but I know because if know. you were, I'd take away your Friday the Thirteenth title and give it back to JP. <laughs> right? No, I'll no. get it back eventually. Where do I invent <laughs> this fucking time machine? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna let's fuck have trivia, you up. homie. Uh, okay, that's what we'll do. Have trivia, Jerry. Prepare trivia for fucking hey, for me I'm, and JP. I'm still we're never preparing gonna, trivia. Damn yeah, it! Yeah, like that's ever gonna happen. It's we may as well to. just do this. You know Goonies what? Goonies never say die. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I'm in a lot of plum rage right now. <laughs> yeah, that's like a year old now. Nobody knows. We yeah. keep making the joke and only four of us in the world know. Everybody's scratching their head. For real. Plum like, rage. like Brandon is literally the only person who's going to hear this that knows what that about. Kenneth and Jay are both over here like, the fuck are they talking about? Nobody knows. That should like, be our literally, horror podcast roundtable. Let's just call it plum rage. Yeah, oh, literally, this, yeah. That, that, that whole thing... Happened if it even gets put out now, it's there to be like, it, Listen, here's my promise if we do not finish it, it will be put out by the time March comes around, which is when we started. Okay, because okay. So here's I'll my put thing. out the four episodes that we recorded by, by themselves because they're gold, they're hilarious. Oh, all four and here's the best part when y'all did that, I wasn't even on Horophilia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, I know, because I'm like, I, I introduced you as a non-horophilia, the only non-horophilia guy on here, but because oh, you were on uh, Married with Children. Yeah. That's awesome. Fucking that's you people and fucking Watson and Dan not getting their shit together and getting on this. I blame them. Yeah, we have a backup plan, but I've just been so busy lately. Well, you know who doesn't have a backup plan? 2008. Kenneth, 
back that ass up. Good 2008. All right, so my runner-up is da, 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 Trailer Park of Terror. I thought wow. Trailer Park of Terror was fucking... That a real pick? Fucking, I, saw yeah, it yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I just I just never heard anybody say anything about this movie. Honestly, like, I just... I, oh, I thought it was like a House of the Dead joke. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I've never. I, 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 I think okay. I've heard of it, um, oh, but man. I don't. Th- I I didn't. I had no idea. Cool. I thought it was amazing. First oh. time I watched it, I fell in love with it. And the crazy thing is, is damn. For a while there, I had a hard time finding the like uh, somebody jacked my copy of my D, uh, the DVD of it, and I had a hard time finding it for a while. But uh, I really, really liked it. I liked the aspect of it. I mean, I, I thought it was great. And then my number one from this year is uh, Eden Lake. Fuck yes. Anybody seen Eden Lake? Fuck yeah. I I'm love pretty it. sure I have at one point. Uh, I haven't because when Kenneth tells me to watch a movie that involves water, I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, Eden Lake did for me what Hostel did for y'all. Yeah. It was one of those movies that came out, man. And the, the scenario of this movie is 100% completely believable. It can and you know actually what, happen. Those in these type of movies, there are always so many plot holes. Yet this movie managed to avoid them completely. Right, and 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 I honestly, when I was watching this movie the first time, I, I was sitting there thinking to myself, "My God, this could actually happen. This could, this is one of those things where you you know you could completely go out to the lake with somebody that you're with or one of your friends or something like that, and some little asshole asshole fucking teenagers start fucking with you." And one of them wants to be Billy Badass. And then the next thing you know, your whole weekend is fucked because you're basically getting, you know, hunted and tortured by these kids. It's completely 100% believable. And, you oh, know, this for... is that Michael uh, Fassbender movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I haven't seen it, but it's on my list. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And the thing about it is, is especially when you see kids nowadays, I mean, shit, I go out, man, and I meet, I meet some of my buddy's kids or something like that that I hadn't seen in 10 years. And fucking they're, 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 you know, the last time I saw their kids, they were like, you know, big enough for me to hold when they were like three. And now, you know, my buddy, Mike, his 15 year old boy is bigger than me, you know? And it's like, and to see this scenario happen, I mean, at the end of it, I was just like, when the credits started rolling, I was like, my God, that was fucked up. And Doesn't and, she end up back at the kid's house to kill him? Or is and, that and, something else I'm thinking of? No, she ends up back at the... Uh, she thinks that she's got away, and she thinks that she's gotten to safety, and she's actually at the kid's parents' house. That's right, okay. Yeah, then I have seen that. Yeah. Spoiler I, alert. Yeah, well, people know. <laughs> it was That was my one issue with the film, is that that was too easy to call. That, that exact scene that that and huh? you know how it is with lasting impressions like you know the last thing you say is the last thing you see is your the impression that stays with you when that happened and i never do this but i telegraphed it from miles away and i was like ah so you know how you watch a movie sometimes and you know you you want it to go somewhere that you don't think it's gonna go and it does exactly what, where you know what you figured was the, the cliche thing to do that's what really to me i did not film. see that yeah. coming at all and it, dude and the, the funny part is i never see shit coming like I fucking, it's true like like 90 percent of the shit that people say oh and you saw that twist coming a miles away it, uh, no but every so often i get one and this happened recently on the heads i forgot what movie it was but i said that i saw that that twist coming a mile away 
And and Brandon Christian said, no, we didn't at all. I was like, what the fuck? So it's weird. Like, I pick up on these obscure ones, maybe. I don't know. And, and Christian's told me that, that Dave really does close his eyes. It's... <laughs> I'm not Brandon, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Hold up. Brandon has way too high of standards to fuck with Canadians. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, think it's really like a twist, though. You know what I mean? I just think it's like a final punch to the gut. Right, that's what I think too. I think it's just a fucked up ending. And yeah, I don't think it's meant to be like the big reveal, like Saw or something. You know what I mean? It's just like, right, oh right. yeah, this now, boom, punch to the stomach. You know what I mean? Yeah, and for me, the reason why it just had such an impact was all the shit that was in the middle. Because the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I do not want to go out somewhere like that and be fucked with by teenagers. That's the reason Scary. why I carry a gun every day. <laughs> nice shit like that. That's exactly why shit like that is exactly why I carry a gun. Because it can, sounds about it right. It could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right. fair enough. Um, JP, fuck us with Satan Barb's dick. What you got? All right, man. This, I, I, first of all, I gotta movies. say, I gotta say, I love Eden Lake, man, but it, it, it couldn't make my list um, because I love these two movies. E- these, these movies can be literally interchanged. You know what I mean? Um, and both of them I've only seen one time. Uh, but I loved them so much. Like they're they're ten out of tens to me. And uh, <gasps> oh, I, I know what they are. And I, I think they're the switch, same on mine. Wow. Is it? Sorry. I can switch both of them around to either spot because they're that good. Uh, number, or, well, the runner up <laughs> is Let the Right One In. Fuck you, Jerry. Uh, this movie is amazing. It is absolutely amazingly shot. It is the best. It's like I can't think of off the top of my head a better love story. Um, and it's between two two little boys. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's 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 just a brilliantly told story. Um, they they add a, a lore that's been around since the dawn of film, which is vampires. Um, and we've seen all these different mythologies with vampires over the years, and they managed to show us something new, and that blew me away. Like you always heard the the myth you know a vampire can't step inside your house unless you invite them and they show you why and it's like it was so cool i was like that is brilliant that is such a cool uh spin on that lore and uh you know the blood and the snow and the acting and everything is such amazing there's so much to this movie that you can analyze and and look in depth and and things that aren't spoon fed to you that you have to really kind of kind of search your mind for and and it's a great movie jp i did not pick you as a guy who would be into uh yaoi shotokan what's the yaoi shotokan uh you said you you like love stories that involve it means two little gay boys. little boy sex yeah gay uh. little boy sex that's that's <laughs> i didn't know you would be in that uh shota is the male version of loli and yaoi means gay oh Okay, um, I'm gonna avoid like as much pedophilia jokes as possible. Uh, well, we're gonna make even more, especially gay pedophilia, because regular pedophilia is bad. But I mean, I mean, gay pedophilia. No, I'm joking. Uh, so um, next is my gonna be one... like an interracial pedophilia. <laughs> I was just about to make a joke about being offended, but I'm just gonna leave it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, so my number one though is uh, Martyrs, man. I, I'd seen it for the first time when we did the Disturbing Cinema podcast, uh, which Good I still pick. think to this day is the best review I've ever done. Uh, and it's on uh, it, it's episode one. There's only one episode, um, Disturbing Cinema. It's on Horophilia. It's me, Moods, and Kyle. Uh, and we're thinking about relaunching that for the Patreon. Are you gonna uh, Are you gonna fight the guy on YouTube who who stole your idea? I seen that somebody was doing that. They calling something disturbing cinema. I was like, huh? No, I but like, I think well, it, like his us. first episode, he actually mentions that he got it from y'all. Oh, really? I want to wow. say I, I might be wrong, but I thought I remember. I have to that. check that out because I, I think he's I in your he's in the twenty two shots Facebook group. Huh? Cool. Oh, wow. I don't mind that, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's an amazing movie. I think it has such depth to it. it it's crazy. It's gonna be my movie. Crazy. So yeah, Martyrs. I have not yeah, seen Martyrs damn yet it. because I can't find a copy of it. Damn it! Dylan hooked me up with a copy out of uh, Canada. Because the, 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 it's easy to find the rated version in the U.S. It's hard to find the unrated version now that it's out of print. Hmm. Well, uh, speaking of damn it, Jay, how sad are you over there? Uh, I'm super sad. I damn it. <laughs> what what happened? Why are you, you sad? Martyrs is my my number one for 2008. I was hoping I'd make it to a year where I could talk about a movie first, but it just isn't going to happen. <laughs> Listen, this is look Jay's fault for putting me before you because I talk so much. <laughs> and look at me. I'm in the four spot here. And Jerry yeah, picks. You're Nobody fucked. picks Jerry's picks. I am fucked. That's why I tried to convince him <laughs> to go uh, Snake Style before. One to five, then five to one. Because I knew. <laughs> well, Jerry's uh, picked some odd films that we expected him to pick. But nobody has said my backup, so I'll have that. That at least uh, my runner-up is Repo the Genetic Opera. <laughs> Anybody German, else seen German. that? No, yes. only Kenneth. Yes. I guess. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great! So it's a musical with the same plot as the Repo action movie, where uh, you can lease organs in the future, and if you don't pay, they get ripped out of you. But it's a fucking musical. And it's just, it's fantastic. I know that doesn't sound good <laughs> on the surface, it's but it's great. absolutely great. Um, meatloaf is fucking in it. Paris Hilton gets her face ripped off. Like, there's all Wait, kinds of good shit. Someone there. fucks yeah. meatloaf in the movie? <laughs> like, was it leftover <laughs> meatloaf or was it no. like fresh and warm? No. The the singer meatloaf. God damn yeah. it. He got the pH. So somebody fucks the singer meatloaf in the movie? <laughs> wow. Hard. Wait, does, does he sing yeah, Paris while he's getting fucked or what? Paris Hilton fucks him? Yeah. Oh, it gives shit. him the pH. No, virus. Paris Hilton's yes. his daughter. Oh, it's wow. incest? What the fuck kind of musical? Oh, an I incest film. I, only I do watch, love incest films. I yeah, only watch <laughs> classy musicals. Like classic no, Disney literally musicals. My joke. I watch no, the newsies. Just watch it. It's good. Okay. It's got a lot of good costume design. Uh, the set design and lighting is really good. The songs are, are really good. It's, it's really good. Um, and then, like I already said, Martyrs is my number one. Uh, it's fucking fantastic. Great imagery great story that just starts out like oh okay and then is like what the fuck by the time you're done with it uh also probably the most unnecessary remake ever where they take out everything that makes the movie <laughs> what it is so i watched it and i was like i i i i like remakes in general but they take out everything that makes the movie what it is they lower the gore to basically nothing they everything that makes the movie what it is with its story and its it's uh, it's messages and everything else is just completely lost on the terrible remake. 
So don't it's ever, like ever, the ever. Second watch that most pointless remake ever. Is the first what? one Cabin Fever? No, it's Psycho. Cabin Fever actually improved on a few things. I didn't care what? about the remake either. No, I, I watched Cabin Fever, the remake of Cabin Fever, for the first time last week. And notice that I didn't mention it at the beginning of this show because it was fucking terrible. It was terrible. Alrighty, it was completely then. pointless. It was like a fucking, it was damn near a shot for shot, same thing. It, it, it was stupid. Did they at least but, improve the fingering scene? No. <clears throat> There's some things, I, I reviewed it a while back, and I have an interesting take on it. I'll say this really quickly. It's like they improved minor things that didn't really matter in the first one, like like conversations and, and certain dialogue that makes a little bit more sense. The way the story is told, they, they flesh out a few things that make it make a little bit more sense, but everything else is such a downgrade that it becomes pointless. I think the only thing, I'll be, I, I'm, I'm being 100% honest, I think the only thing that I liked about the remake of Cabin Fever was I thought the fucking scenes were better. <laughs> well, and, and, then, yeah. and, and, I'm be, and I'm being dead serious. I thought that was cool. And when Chick comes running outside right before she gets eaten by the dog, I thought that was pretty pretty awesome. But the rest of it, I was just like, eh, whatever. Well, turns out I don't think at all. So let's see if Dave – now, Dave, neither one of my choices have been picked. But I feel like you pick his fucking choice. You pick might it. please <laughs> pick it. I've already said it. I've already spoiled it. As a matter of fact, you you Go might have finish have your them. thought though, Jerry. I was gonna say you spoiled it. I, I don't know. Neither one of mine have been picked yet. But if anyone's gonna pick them, Dave's the guy to pick them. So Dave, two thousand and eight, ruined my life. No, what I said was going to come true before JP, JP picked is what came true. I said, I think I know what movies you're talking about, and I think I'm going to have the same ones, I said. And sure enough, I was correct. <laughs> but but, but they're, they're switched a little bit. My runner-up yeah. is Martyrs, and it's awesome, and everyone's hey, – what, what else can you say? <laughs> it blew me away the first time I saw it. It's still an amazing film. And uh, Let the Right One In, I've said several times, it's my favorite vampire film and. Again, we've talked enough about it. it. It's an excellent movie. So, those two. Nice, man. We did that twice. Well, I know. Bowling. Guess what? No one's picked mine. I hate you. What else is new? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, my runner-up is uh, Cloverfield, a kaiju found footage movie. I really dug it. It's not great um, as a kaiju movie. It's not great as a as a found footage movie. But I combining the two together <laughs> puts it on a whole new level that that gave it a, a unique uh, spin on both kaiju and found footage. And it like, seems perfect, right? It seems like the perfect idea to blend those two things. It fucking is. How has no one yeah. ever thought about doing like like you have found footage movies of fucking everything? Found footage movie of fucking they're gonna remake Twister and make it a goddamn found footage movie. But oh, they should have fucking remade a giant monster awesome. movie as a fucking found footage movie. And that's what Cloverfield is. And it's dope. And I fucking love it. And it's nowhere near as bad as everyone says it is. They just, most people who don't like it either don't like, most of them don't, I don't like even know how like somebody found can say it's bad, honestly. Because they don't like found footage movies. And don't get me wrong, I'm not right. the biggest fan of found footage movies. I find them to be kind of boring. But. When there's when it's a good found footage movie, I'm not gonna sit here and hate it just because I don't necessarily care for the genre, and I think this one's fucking fantastic. I didn't like it the first I, time I, through, but the but the third time that I watched it is when I really started liking it. 
I like it a lot, dude. I, I think that it's a, a quality found footage film. And I liked it. And it does something interesting where every giant monster thing you ever see is from like a point of view that is very far away where you can see every like like the, the skyline essentially. But this one puts you on the ground level, man. And it's 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 terrifying. Like I, I think that it's scary. You know what I mean? Like I, I think that that if that happened, that's what I like about found footage is I can always imagine it happening to me more, um, because it's it's point of view and stuff. It's it's like, you know, that's me. That's my view of it. Uh, I like it. I think it's great. Yeah, dude, you're right. And it's ground level, and that's the same thing we were saying is so scary and cool about the mist in yeah. those scenes. You know, it's like that one scene stretched out in the movie. It's fucking great, and yeah, I think this is a great movie. It's it's another great year, you know. Just that Mar- I happen to pick is my picks two movies that I consider tens out of ten. Yeah, so, that's be- the problem because I yeah. love Cloverfield. I think I yeah. gave it a nine. And, it is great. I I did too. And my number one I watched for the first time last year because of Mr. Watson, The Strangers. Uh-huh. I had never Wait. seen the movie because I saw the trailer and was like, eh, whatever. And so I didn't watch it. Um, but I finally watched it because of Watson. And Watson, I have to say, um, as to where Skeleton Crew has made me buy a lot of movies, Watson has made me watch some movies I would have never have watched. I watched Trick or Treat because of him. I watched Krampus because of him. And I fucking love Krampus now. Holy shit, do nice. I love Krampus. Uh, but <laughs> I watched The Strangers because of him. Um, Jamie's been praising the strangers forever. You might get out of the Hall of Fuckers for this one. Uh, well, hold on. <laughs> Just to make sure I'm clearly back into the Hall of Fuckers, I have yet to been able to finish the Black Coast Daughter because it is also a boring, boring fucking movie. Um, and I'm trying to finish it because I love Mortal Kombat 2 Raiden. I love him. And he's in the movie. And I will watch almost. He's also in like Dexter, so just watch Dexter. I haven't watched Dexter yet, but but I need. I've been trying to finish this movie, and I just can't. I just fucking stall out so hard. And Alex, Alex has. I didn't like it. Yeah, Alex has told me the way I need to watch it to to supposedly help me finish it, but I haven't tried it yet. So eventually, I will get to it. But I will say. <laughs> to catch a buzz and watch a film like that, absolutely, man. I've told you so many times that, dude. But I can't, man. When I watch movies like that, I just like zone out I, too much and think about like like something will happen, and I'll be like, "That's crazy." But what if like Spock had a mustache? Would that person still feel the same way they feel now? And it's like, Terry, that literally has nothing to do with it. But but uh, you just I just take it that way. I I'm, yeah, I'm I do that scary. shit too. I'll be like I'll be like flies are weird. Like like okay. how do they how do they <laughs> that's know? fucked up because that's how I am when I'm sober. That's why I have to do that so I can zone in and no. be immersed in the Dude, film. Like I... it's my ADHD. My mind is always like that. So when I partake, it slows shit down and it allows me to Man. really dive into something. Okay. It's weird. Back in the day, okay, Kenneth, when I was living at the, I was living uh, in the ghetto by the Bonnell factory. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember uh, Crystal, PSP girl? Mm-hmm. So I was. I found those, by the way. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll get on that. I was high and I was having sex with her, and I stopped, and she like tapped me on the shoulder. She was like, "Um, what the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, Sh- "My bad. I was thinking about Star Trek." 
and oh I kind of zoned out inside of you, and this is... I'm going to finish now, but, like, have you ever seen The Trouble with Tribbles, like, that episode? Like, And then she was like, Jerry, God damn it. So, like, I, I just zone out really bad and, like, zone in on, on like, weird, weird shit. Um, yeah, I'll be like, I can't believe they killed Kincaid right away. This is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like, I just don't know. Like, I'm over here, like, so, Kentucky Fried Chicken, like, like... What makes it Kentucky? Like everyone fries chicken, like yeah, and it's not always you... fried in Kentucky. Yeah, they it's fried not in Kentucky yeah. and imported out everywhere. Yeah, they're not importing <laughs> me Kentucky chicken. The fuck are you trying to tell me? And like, and I just think of weird shit. If you listen to our puppet mapper master episode, that whole hooker idea I had, I came up while I was high. I'm the same way. Like, if you go back and listen, like if I'm (laughs) fucked up, I come up with crazy shit. You go back and listen to our our terrible, terrible brain scan episode that I was like all fucked up on tons of medicine, and I was sitting there talking about how uh uh the fucking uh the demon from brain scan is in the same universe as the tall man from Phantasm, and I had some weird (laughs) fucking reason to why they were the exact same like like type of of creature like i i just come up with some weird fucked up shit um and that's why like i just don't i just don't do it around people so but anyway this is one of the best you know let me just throw this in jerry because we're talking about shit and being and being buzzed and drifting off (laughs) a fucking (laughs) a couple months ago I, something did happen to me, and I got distracted at the worst time, and it had to do with sex. <laughs> but it wasn't that I started thinking. I thought I thought about something that made that made made me laugh. So <laughs> I was going down on my wife, <laughs> and I thought about something funny that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I cracking up. <laughs> did it make a raspberry sound? <laughs> she got so mad at me. I said, "I'm sorry." I said, "I'm okay." I thought about something else. Then I started to do it again, and I started laughing again. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Okay, like, oh, shit. Re- okay, were you sober or not? No, I caught a buzz. That's why. I okay, <laughs> like, okay, because like, dude, one time uh, Reese and I were having sex and I was drunk and she was on top right of me and I went to go smack her ass but she was coming up, and so I missed her ass completely and just smacked myself right in the balls, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking full force. Like, ouch! You're like, I gotta stop. Yeah, like stop. it was ter- like the only thing I have worse than that with Reese is um, with my first apartment I had while Reese and I were together, and she wasn't living with me was like a total guys like flop house kind of shit situation, and I just had a futon mattress on the floor, and we're having sex, and I'm like going at it and going it's missionary position, and I'm going and going so fast. I actually run my head into the fucking window seal and knock Jesus myself Christ. out. And then, like, and, and then she like, called the... Knock <laughs> myself out cold. She finally got me to wake up and like she had to leave. And so she left me with my roommates to make sure I would be okay. And I don't remember fucking shit from that That's night. That's awesome. Damn. Like it was good story, bro. fantastic. Oh. Um, strange story of the ER. Str- I've never passed out while having sex. Uh, man, okay, back on topic here. Uh, but 
Uh, one of the best goddamn home invasion movies I've ever seen. And the fact that there's really no explanation to why is what makes this movie so fucking good. And if they yeah. explain it in The Strangers 2, I don't know if I'm going to be happy or upset. Because if they do a really good job, I'll be happy. If they do a terrible job, I am going to come down on that movie like it was the goddamn village. <laughs> I thought you liked the village. I, I fucking hate the village. Go listen to our yeah. episode. Yeah, I okay. like it. Fuck the village. <laughs> I like it too, Dave. No, yeah, movie's it's my, a it's piece my favorite Shyamalan. It's oh, the worst. It's my most hated movie. I don't hate any movie as much wow. as I hate the fucking village. Wow. Fucking well, garbage. Fucking terrible. God damn it. Kenneth, make me happy. 2009. <laughs> Last year. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm That's hungry. <laughs> All right, dick. so my runner-up. <laughs> sorry, man. That's my joke. I say it all the time. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Most of the time when, when I'm talking with JP, there's usually a dick in or out of his mouth. That makes sense. In yours. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> 2009, Kenneth. Here One we more go. time. Here we go. <laughs> my runner-up is Blood yes. Creek. Is what? Blood, Blood Creek. Creek. He's making wow. fucking shit up now. <laughs> got yeah, my, uh, my favorite movie in 2009 was Mr. Stabby. <laughs> Is that the oh, one man. where the dude stabs the dude? <laughs> and it turns out he had a dick the entire time. I was I was taking a drink and that joke was way funnier than it should have been and now there's Mountain Dew all over the fucking floor. Well, that's Yay. what you get for making fun of uh, 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 okay. Wolf Creek. I meant Blood Creek. <laughs> Kenneth. Okay, Kenneth, explain Blood Creek. Okay, wait, has no one seen this movie besides Kenneth? No, I've never seen it. Oh, I've not seen it. My nose no. hurts. It sounds so <laughs> generic. It's like the most generic sounding horror movie ever. Yet again, it's another one with Michael Fassbender in it. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, shit. Michelle Slovender. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but so it's, what's the plot? It's a, it's, a, it's a movie about these two brothers, and they kind of go back home. And uh, they, they go and they hang out. They go back home, and they, they realize that there was a family of German immigrants that lived there before them. And... Uh, the guy, the German immigrants that lived there before them was really into Nazi occultism and they had found this rune stone uh, buried on the property and it kind of brought back uh, a demon from uh, that uh, was based on all the uh, all the horrible shit that happened during the uh, during the Holocaust. Oh, it's a Hellraiser movie. Something like that. Uh, what was your but, favorite movie? Uh, my favorite absolute Hold on, I'm still on the, hold on, I'm still on this Blood Creek thing. Um, no, just go watch it. Just go watch it. I think it's on Netflix. Just go watch it. Because this <laughs> reminds me of, of you did the same exact shit for the 90s where at the end of it you were like ravenous. And no, everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? Ravenous is Y'all don't know Ravenous? I, I, I did. No one on that show knew Ravenous except Kenneth. I know Ravenous. Well, I know yeah. rabbit sex, but that doesn't make me German. Uh, Blood Creek is not on Netflix. It is DVD only. Ah, oh, well. I thought he was going to say there. it actually doesn't exist and you made it up. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh, okay. Like said, it's got Michael Fassbender in it and it's got that dude that played uh, that played Dracula in Blade Trinity. Okay. 
All right, so it was also the little boy in the first Gate movie. Oh, I know you said Dracula. Never mind. Sorry. I was thinking of the first Blade movie. Dracula's the last Blade movie. Never mind. I'll shut up now. Thank God. Okay, so your favorite movie was what? Drag Me to Hell. Nice. I like Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell is okay. I don't know. It actually scared the shit out of me when I first seen it, dude. I don't think it was an amazing... That's Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, it got... It got promoted on Raimi's name, and I don't feel like it was as good as a Raimi movie should be. I have not seen this movie yet, and not for lack of trying. I have literally tried to watch this movie three times, and every single time, something happens where I never get to hit play. Dude, when you watch it and you see the the stuff in it, and the cinematography and everything, I mean, it is all Sam Raimi, dude. That's the reason why I liked it so much. And then the end of it? Where, uh, well, you hadn't seen it, so never mind. But the end Great of it, ending. I'm with you there. Great yeah, ending. I yeah. like the ending. The uh. end of it was one of those things where I put myself in that position at that moment, and I'm like, oh my god, that would be so terrifying. I agree, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I went from the hilarity of the movie because y'all can agree that there's some really funny shit in the movie to. The end of it, where it just went from being funny to being instantly really serious and fucked up. You know what's funny, dude? Is that it, I never found it funny. when I seen it one time when it came out. I own it on Blu-ray, but I've never revisited it. And I don't remember any comedy at all. So when people what? say it's funny, I'm always like, really? I don't remember laughing at all. The old lady, man. Wow. The, old, the gross, nasty old lady. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. scary. That was hilarious to me, oh, and then man. and then the uh, you know the, the 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 basically the deadites that are flying through the air. Huh. I mean, come oh, on, huh. that shit was great, dude. That's crazy, JP, because you're you're usually on board the way I am with the comedy being a turnoff, yeah. and that's exactly what happened. And I have said earlier this year on Exploding Heads that I'm gonna rewatch this movie because I own yeah. it and I've only seen it once, but I watched it and I was very much on board in the first act great setup there was no comedy it was cool you know it was a very good setup and then they went to seance mode and then i wasn't even though it's rainy yes i understand what he did with you know uh, army of darkness and, and evil dead 2 but i was just i wasn't expecting it to get as slapsticky as it did and so that kind of turned me off so but then it had a great ending but it left that sour taste in my mouth just because of the comedy yeah. which i wasn't I'm not big into the horror comedy. That's why I'm scared to rewatch it because everybody says that. I don't remember comedy. I remember being scary. So like I'm, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to go back to that because you're like an Evil Dead One guy or you're an Evil right. Dead Two Army of Darkness right. guy. I'm an Evil Dead One guy. Same here, you know. Yeah, but I, I, people like it so much that I said this year I definitely plan on giving it a second watch because I might watch it and and now that I know the comedy's there, it's more. It was more. It was it was a little bit jarring when I saw it at the theater. Because I wasn't expecting that much. So now that I know it's there, maybe I could just watch the movie for what it was. And like yeah. Kenneth was saying, the cinematography is good and everything else. I mean, you know what? I got to watch that. I got to watch that again this year. And I have to watch The Strangers again because it came up last year that we did here. But Watson has talked it up so much. And not just him, other people too. I saw The Strangers, enjoyed it, really liked the ending. And that's where it ended. So. I gotta yeah. go back and watch these two movies, but I digress. Sorry, guys. Oh no, dude, don't watch The Strangers. That movie sucks. Nah, that's great. <laughs> I love The Strangers too. Yeah, I gotta watch <laughs> it again. See what the hubbub is. All right, so I guess this is me, right? Uh, no, Last one. I'm skipping you. Fuck you. Uh, no, oh, I'm, yeah. uh, go ahead. 
All right. So uh, I'm kidding. This you is probably go. the, the most. All right. <laughs> All right, all right. We're almost done. Stop interrupting him. (laughs) All right, so this is probably my most controversial pick on on the list, you know? Um, I I feel like 2009 is one of the weaker years, honestly. Uh, But overall, like, you know, this decade is is pretty fucking awesome. And I I, I think that it's very underrated in terms of decade. And, uh, yeah, Last House on the Left, the remake. Um, a lot of remakes on my list, apparently. Uh, but I think that this one has one terrible moment, and it's the, the very final scene with the microwave. Uh, but other than that, I, I love the setup to this movie. Uh, it, no, it's not as gritty and disgusting and like dirty feeling as the original, but I still think the rape and the murder is ultra-violent, and it, it really does um, put me in a, in, in a bad mood when I watch it. Uh, but I also feel like this one did the best thing. It got rid of all the dopey comedy original. Uh, and that to me was the, the perfect choice because that, that's the one problem I have with the original over anything. Uh, and then my number one is a movie that I didn't hear anybody talk about for the longest time. And now I've been hearing it get some love. Uh, and that is an Australian film called The Loved Ones. Uh, this one is this one is awesome, dude. When I seen it, it, like it blew me away. There's like a little bit of a twist in it too, or like a reveal that I didn't see coming anywhere, and it was like super creepy and weird. Um, but it, it's just it's one of those. Mo- These are the type of movies that I look forward to finding, and this is why I love horror so much, and why I love podcasting, and why I love finding movies each and every year because it's just a, a sleeper hit that just knocked my socks off because I, I hadn't heard anything about it. I didn't know about it. I seen it and it was just like, yo, this is this is a cool movie. So, uh, yeah, th- that's my 2009. Well, I haven't Woo! seen that movie and it's called what? The the Loved Ones? The, the Loved yeah, It's about a girl who asks a guy to prom. He turns her down, not because he's a dick, but just because he has a girlfriend and stuff. And then she's like really pissed off about it and her and her father capture him and, and torture him and stuff. Damn. Oh, nice! I'll have to watch that one. Um, Sounds good. And as the last Damn, remake, I um, I I I, I think it's a, a decent movie, but it just takes away every like ounce of punch that the first one had. I don't think so. It, it, every ounce. I think that the first one has a lot of punch, but like to me, when they stab the girl and you see the knife go in, it's just it, it just makes me so sad. I'm just like, man, like, like, I think that I think that I can identify with these girls a little bit more, too, because they're they're around how old I am. You know what I mean? At the time of me watching this and stuff. Um, and uh, the comedy, dude, the comedy sucks so bad in the original. It does. But like, I, I know you haven't listened to to our show with. Last and Night I know Night. you haven't listened with, to mine. Either. I actually have. Yeah, same here. Oh, OK. <laughs> Fucker. I told you I'd listen to it. I did. I listened to that and I listened to your Jaws show right afterwards. Um, and you didn't listen to my shows because we've talked about the loved ones like three different times on the heads. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't have an answer to that. And second of all, um, I don't. I think I just have such an attachment to the original Last House on the Left that, that I'm almost unconditionally biased when it comes to that movie. And I forgive it for all of its flaws, for its mm-hmm. comedy. And while I don't talk shit about the remake, 
I, I disregard the remit because it just does not have the punch. And I did watch it last year for our Last House on the Left show just so I could have contacts, even though we didn't tackle the remake because we spent three hours talking about just the first movie. I, I And I think that's one of the reasons I just can I've never been able to see the punch in the second one. Because you're not the first person to be like, they watered it down a little bit, but that rape scene, come on. I'm like, eh, just doesn't have any... Like, that movie just does not hold any weight with me. Huh. You know, I yeah, can get I'm... that, but but check it out. I... I I think when this movie came out, because it came to theaters, Last yeah. House on the Left remake, yeah. I went in there expecting it to be very tame because of the time, and I recall being surprised Me too. that they went there. I was like, oh, I didn't think they would go this far. But again, I've only seen it once, and my memory is that I liked it, and I own the movie, and I haven't watched it again, but yeah. that's and weird. you know what? It is hard watching it now after seeing Breaking Bad. I just Why? want I just think because Aaron Paul's in, it. in both. Yeah, and uh, I just expect him to be like, yo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get raped, bitch. Yeah. Condom, That's bitch. <laughs> All right. So with that, Jay, it's 2009. Do you get to talk about a movie no one's talked about yet? I do, but I was Bam. way more excited to talk about Martyrs than I am this movie. <laughs> oh. uh, so my runner-up is Zombieland. Uh, I think it's a great horror comedy. It's fucking hilarious, and I like the zombies, and I just like the movie. So That's another one I don't get the comedy in. I, really? I, I, think, oh, I love yeah. it. Not even like the Bill Murray scene? Oh, I hate that scene. Oh, God really? damn it. I like yeah, it, just, I like it, just ta- it's just so... It's like... It's the same thing with Shaun of the Dead. It's like they ignore the situation and then they go into the shtick and then they come back into the. It's just a. It's like a sidestep. It's just but a it was weird funny. thing. Oh, I man. guess. I mean, not. Uh, uh, I don't right. think Mooch that always makes fun of me like, and says I don't have whoa. a sense of humor. Maybe it it's sounds true. like you don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. You don't like Zombieland. I don't get it, but whatever. Hey, fun fact: um, uh, that scene where the uh, where. Uh, Whatever their fucking names are, the two guys. The two girls. Oh, no, the two guys. When they're walking down, uh, they're walking down the road after they lose their car to the girls, and they stop so the so one of them can beat the shit out of a car and just release stress. That is filmed in Noonan, where I used to live and where Kenneth used to live. Nobody cares. Anyway, <laughs> so my best, uh, my my favorite movie of two thousand nine was The Collector. I love. Both yeah. the collector and the collection, I thought they were great. The kills were set up good. Little implausible with the time frame where he just like the guy breaks in and then all of a sudden there's all these traps set up and he doesn't notice any of them or trigger any of them until the movie needs them to be triggered. But besides that, I thought I thought they were pretty inventive in their uh, in the way that they were set up and how they were executed. And I'm really hoping that we get a third one. I wanted to watch that movie before this show, but instead I watched more Sons of Anarchy because um, <laughs> I got the Blu-ray from the Horror Pack five dollar Blu-ray sale. So it's I, good. Will, I will. I will. It's will, like it's Home Alone movie, meets man. Saw is the best way I can describe I it. I will yeah. move it higher up on my watch list now. And then you got to watch the collection because that just uh, amps everything up. I haven't seen that one yet, but I love the really? collection. Oh, it's so good. I have it on so Blu-ray. Good. It's good, but I don't different. Know why I keep saying that. Yeah. I think it's I think it's it's a really good example of how to do a horror movie sequel. Huh. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I check it out. Yeah, no doubt. Right, but oh, by the it. way, no comedies on my list at all. No well, comedies. Well, that's, that's because you're like you don't have a sense of humor. No. I, well, trick or treat, trick or treats, goofy. That's one of my complaints with it. One scene, and it's the uh, scene it's throwing up. More than one scene, but your life's the joke, so that's all the comedy you need. Dave Z, where are you at? <laughs> All right, well, it's the one I was just, you know, busting you on before for not listening to my show and hearing us talk about it. The Loved Ones. Oh, what was my, that one uh, called again? I need to write that down so I can watch it. <laughs> this time, write it the fuck down. The Loved yeah. Ones. It's from Australia. Fuck I think yeah, Australia. Dave, you're the shit. Is it Australia? Crikey. Thanks, homie. So, yeah, have y'all ever, have y'all ever this... covered this on Exploding Heads? We haven't covered it, but when we talked, it, it just come up in conversation a couple of times, and it's also been... Discuss, like Christian loves it. It's like it's his yeah, same movie same thing on Twenty Two Shots. We've never like covered it, but we've mentioned it many many times. Yeah, dude. And when we did our top twenty list, when we did that one twenty twenty show, we talked about the uh, our top the Millennium movies. I think it was on all of our lists, at least two of ours. Hmm. So yeah, okay. we've talked about it, but it's okay. I mean, fuck, you're talking to the guy I can't remember shit. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I don't believe you. You know. So yeah, the loved ones. Uh, and number one is. Wreck two. Nice. It, it it it's not exactly it's the closest thing to being as good as it's is uh you know the original because Wreck one is awesome. Wreck two picks up exactly it it does it does the Halloween two thing where it picks up on the same night and just continues and they take it to a new a new place. There's more revelation. Still all the badass shit that that makes the movie great like the first one. It's it's I think they're the best two infected movies there are. Period. Uh, so yeah, I'm really high on these movies, as you can tell. But uh, yeah, Rec Two. It, if you guys haven't seen Rec One and Rec Two, uh, what are you waiting for? Couple and, Spanish that, films. I'm waiting to right? cover them on the podcast. <laughs> I was thinking it too, man, because there's the third and a fourth. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna cover all four one day, but I just don't know when. Mm. Well, shit. I, I guess I got to get on watching those also. Um, oh. T- yeah i'm the worst like you talk about a movie from like the 70s or earlier i've probably seen it but if you talk about any movie from like the 90s and up i'm like really struggling to to check it off Um, i was surprised how many movies i actually saw in this 10 year span yeah i've seen a lot so yeah, it's a great time for horror, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to end this with uh, two movies that have not been mentioned once again. Um, <laughs> you lucky dog. One of them I could have sworn what Dave Z was going to have. Halloween two. Halloween two. Nice. I, I fucking love this I like movie. Halloween two. It's too. A, it was close. It, it is original Halloween two or the Rob Zombie Halloween. No, two? Rob Zombie. Uh, well, I don't know, Jay. Which one came out in two thousand nine? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shit. I'm stupid. No, that was great. Wow. Um, that was wow. awesome. Okay, so this movie is a psychological... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, it's a fucking unicorn heads, man. They got me fucked up. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. This movie is a psychological dream light that I just love taking. It's a bit shot out for the mainstream audience, but... The biggest reason I love this movie is it makes the backstory of Michael from Rob Zombie's first Halloween that everyone fucking complained about pay off in spades. And almost every single person I know who hates the backstory in Halloween remake hates Halloween too. 
But the people who usually are okay with that backstory love Halloween too. It just it just it just makes it fucking work. Um, the ending is 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 the whole movie's fucking depressing looking. The ending is that about yeah. I love what they did with Laurie's character too. Yes, the ending's depressing, and plus I love what they do with Laurie's character just because. Dude, I want to know. I I talk about this on Married with Children, where I want to know the aftermath of certain things, uh-huh. and I feel like that's what this movie is. Is and not, it's it was, what would probably happen yeah, too. It's not necessary, but it's one hundred percent what would happen afterwards. Lori going into fucking goth stage. I only show up at hot topic. I want it to be thirty days of night constantly. Fucking chick she's so depressing super fucking hot um one of the most unexpectedly s- sad scenes in horror movie history yep with, uh, a fucking sheriff bracket and uh uh daniel harris amazing amazing yes. my the fatal yeah. flaw with this movie for me the one problem you the one problem that hurts it so much i'm ready for it go ahead is the dream <laughs> sequence at the beginning that's so great, though. What, what uh, do you it's hate so about great, it? but it didn't happen. It's like you want it to happen because it's it's so long, and it's just it takes away so much steam for me that it that it, it doesn't it's not real. Oh, if you can just push that aside and take it for what it is, you'll love it. Dude. I love that scene. You have to do I love that. that scene. It's an amazing scene. <laughs> That's but what it, I'm saying. It, it, it That's completely enough. erases. It just it complete. It's pointless. What's the point of that scene? <laughs> Who gives a shit if there's a point? It's a great scene. <laughs> I thought, I thought the, the point was to set up not only the dreams that Michael is having, but the dreams that, that Laurie is having because this whole movie is about those two becoming closer. But those it's scenes true. look have nothing those scenes have nothing to do with what happened there. But no, no, but it's just to set up that this is what the that movie is going dreams? to be. Yes, that her and yeah. Michael have similar dreams. Okay. There you go. They and have the trippy. same psychotic episode going on. <laughs> it's a not, trippy artsy slasher. That it's dream like... is not psychotic. The <laughs> yeah. we could talk about that movie all okay. day, but you know. I will move <laughs> on to my number one pick, and um, I was telling Kenneth about this movie um, earlier today, um, and how this is normally a movie that I don't think people would see me liking um and it's a korean vampire movie directed by park chan wook director of old boy and it's called thirst movie's awesome it is this is the movie before a24 started tricking people with trailers this was the movie that was already fucking doing it if this movie came out now it would have the same exact reactions as the witch had and it comes at night it would get the exact same tricks done on them. I 100% think it would happen. But the basic story is a priest who accidentally becomes a vampire after a blood transfusion to save him from a disease he caught while helping a hospital uh, turns him into a fucking vampire. And from there, he starts um, having questions of how to deal with not only living as a vampire, but the love he has for a married woman. Um, and man, this film has a has a... A great um, ending. Comedy? Oh. No, a great, a great. <laughs> the ending is so. 
I'm trying to make sure I don't spoil things when I talk about this movie because it's one of those. It's it's a gothic horror. Um, it's a it's a gothic horror movie. It's a gothic horror romance. You know how when Dracula came out and they were just like, um, this movie is a, a love story. This one is exactly a fucking love story. Um, and I love it. I think it's a great horror drama. And so you bookended with vampire films. Yeah, the thing I don't like, I bookended yeah. with vampire films. Because <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a kind of out there and obscure movie and it's what i mean have any of y'all seen thirst yeah. well, i mean considering i've been <laughs> mentioning it, yeah i've seen it <laughs> yeah no actually jp when you mentioned it earlier i was like oh fuck he's gonna take that away from me i gotta figure out a way to kill him before the show ends i could have it could have honestly been there for uh my uh last house on the left i probably could have swapped it out yeah but it's a wonderful gothic love story if you want to check it out. It's great. It does have a DVD release here in America because I have it. Um, Me too. And I absolutely love it. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the best of the 2000s. Um, Jay had to run. So later, Jay, go take care of what you got to take care of. Um but before we get out of here, let's uh, open the mic up so they can find out where to find these other two lovely gentlemen. Uh, JP, what do you do? Where can people find you? All that good nonsense. Promote the shit out of yourself. Well, homie, you could definitely find me on Horophilia uh, on a number of podcasts, including Married with Children, 22 Shots, Netflix and Chill. Uh, you can find all of our links in any of our episodes. So I'm not going to shout out all the stuff, but you can friend me on Facebook if you want, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty active, pretty active. And, uh, this, I want to say this was a blast, dude. Like I absolutely had, I was hoping that this was going to be fun and it was really, really fun. Sorry if I talk too much. I know that I, I talk a lot and, and I, I never shut up, but, um, it's just, I have, my brain just moves constantly and I have to get it out or else I go insane and nobody likes me when I'm insane. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, uh, Jay and Kenneth fantastic, you know, hanging with you guys and, and meeting you guys. I've podcasted with the other two before, but you guys are awesome, man. And I, I know Jay it, can't me, but you can relay the message. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So don't give me shit now that Kenneth wasn't there to interview you. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the hell? Because I heard you on the uh, Skeleton Crew episode, and I was like, I like this guy, like, because you were saying things that I was, uh, that I like. You were pick, talking about movies I liked and stuff. <clears throat> Thank you. Have a lot in common. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except Frozen. Yeah, right? Oh, God, oh, yeah. Frozen. <laughs> uh, that is That is going to be a fun show when that happens. Um, I honestly, I, I mean, I know we're going to do that, but I honestly have to say that uh, I probably, that is the movie that I, the horror movie that I absolutely loathe. I hate it more than <laughs> any I other horror movie. Love it. Yeah, I love it too. It's crazy. Yeah, we, well, we have a rule on Kill the Cast. If you force someone to do a movie they hate, they get to force you to do a movie that you hate. And since they got me to do The Village, which I think The Village was actually one of our best episodes. Except um, for now this is your best episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, maybe. He's got some tough competition. Our Psycho 3 show was better than the Skeleton Crew Psycho 3 show. Even okay. admitted by Alex, the Psycho 3 superfan. 
<laughs> and They're literally, that was me and Kenneth deciding to do. We asked. I actually asked Alex. I was like, Alex, what movie do you want us to do? Me and Kenneth are just going to do a bonus episode. And he said Spider Baby, but I didn't own that shit. But I own it now. It's uh, good. And so he was like Psycho Three, and I was like, okay. So me and Kenneth watched Psycho Two and Psycho Three, took all of our notes, and then recorded like bam, 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 all in <laughs> one day. And uh, if you like, um, sorry to t- go off topic, but if you like House of a Thousand Corpses, watch Spider Baby. I think you'll be interested in some of the just, some of the themes in there. I just got my hmm. my uh, Arrow uh, haul in from the Arrow sale. And Not saying it's like it, you know, like that it's the same movie, but Rob Zombie definitely took influence from that movie. I thought he only stole from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, oh, no. He stole from much more than that. <laughs> Shining. The, the list goes yeah. on. But I'm cool with that. I like that. I think that's they how horror should be made. Yeah. Tarantino does it. Fucking does, does yeah. it to Scorsese. Every time I listen yeah. to, to uh, Exploding Heads, I'm stealing shit. I used to steal shit from 22 Shots, but... Now that they they got the 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 other guy on there, the show's just been going fucking downhill. <laughs> um, I'm so I JP posted something while we were doing this, and I had to check it to make sure he didn't try to fuck with me like he did last time when I was doing oh. JP's interview. The other guy? Yeah, he tried to okay. talk shit on me while we were recording. Me and JP had to handle and Jerry that. Jerry went off on him. <laughs> oh my god, show was great. Um, and Dave. Tell everyone Yo. about yourself and where they can find you. All right. Well, you can primarily find me uh, on two podcasts, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast and ABCs of Hidden Horror. Both of them are on Horophilia, horophilia.com, iTunes, and everywhere else. That's it. Fair enough. Repping this Horophilia. In fact, Kenneth and I will have a, a big surprise for everyone in Horophilia coming soon. Um, Who, who's having a surprise? Me and Kenneth have a surprise for everyone in Horophilia coming soon. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... I really can't even describe what it is yet because it would kind of give it away, but... Uh, Can you tell us off air? Uh, maybe. I don't want to know. Maybe. Uh, you it's, don't mean spoilers, JP. Uh, well, no, it has surprise. nothing to do... <laughs> it has nothing to do with, like... We're not like we're sending everyone dick pictures or anything, but... It's still... Even though I've thought about sending Dave a dick pic. Uh, dude, we got a dick pic one time. No shit. <laughs> in our email. Wow. Are you going to say who was it from? Jeremy? I don't know. It was from a cell phone, which was How do you... weird. Jeremy oh. Jeremy was like, uh, guys, I'm going to borrow this email. I'll be back. It was such a weird <laughs> it was thing, Kenneth. dude. It was, it was so Kenneth. weird. He was trying to send it to, to me, to Exploding Heads, but he fucked up and typed it 22 shots. This was about a year and a half, two years ago. <laughs> hey, oh, Kenneth's shit. been after us for a long time. <laughs> uh, me and Kenneth have been making our making our ways around horophilia. We're oh, pff, yeah, grab ass, and I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I've been all over the place, so I can't say anything at this point. I'm getting, I'm, I'm a used condom. Uh, but uh, and then as for uh, Kill the Cast if you're listening uh, to this from the 22 Shots feed or the Exploding Heads feed um, welcome yes sub sub Kill the Cast check them out man yes Uh, my name is Jerry I am your host and with me is Kenneth who uh, could literally uh, punch you in the face and eat your soul I have seen him do it 
Uh, nice. don't, don't question that. Uh, Jay was here. He had to split on an emergency, uh, but he's he's always a good time, and you never quite know what you're going to get out of him. He's always a, a, a wonderful surprise. I love hearing from, especially when he talks about killing people in a retail setting because he's actually a vampire. So, with all that being said, we are Kill the Cast. Uh, normally, our shows are not this long. This was a special occasion. Um, we try to be the, the more short end of the stick. So when you don't have time to do a five-hour-long 22 shots or a three-hour-long exploding heads, you can come here and hopefully you'll get out with under, under what, two hours? We usually try to make it like an hour and a half, hour and 45. Yeah, blame me, Jerry, blame me. JP said he talked too much. I definitely talked too much, but I was excited to be here, and it was a great time. Yeah, so. well, I, I kind of figured this was going to turn into a three hour long show and it is gonna be like three and a half hours but i don't, I don't think, think me and jp together on a show could ever go under three hours yeah just, dude, jesus come on. christ right? y'all's fucking 1986 show took me like four fucking days at work to finish i was just I like just sent, i just sent david dick pic Uh-oh. i looked oh, at yeah, my it came in. i looked at my phone and, and i had a notification from a facebook messenger and i was like whoa 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 this wasn't a group message i've already seen your dick i'm good Mm-hmm. Ah, that is a dick pic. <laughs> if that's a picture said, of ah, that is a dick pic. If that's a picture of me, I swear oh. to God. Um, oh, it's, great. it's great. But without further ado, uh, dick pics aside, uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching. You can check us out on the Horusphilia Network. We are on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, all that nonsense. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us uh, on Patreon. You can find Exploding Heads on Patreon. You can find 22 Shots on Patreon. Uh, links for mostly everything, as much as I can compile, will be in the description for you to check out, including links to uh, these two fine gentlemen's shows. So, without that, with, with all that being said, time to get out of here. Kenneth, you got any last words? Nope. As per usual. JP, you got any finishing statements? Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of vampire movies, but I love movies about vampire hunters. <laughs> That's my favorite moment. Dave, uh, Dave, you got any last parting words? Believe it or not, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I love and, everybody in this world. How's that? And believe it or not, thank you for watching. This was actually a better ending than the TV show Lost. You are all welcome for the work that we did for you. Uh, we will gladly take any blowjobs as compensation. And we will see you next time on Kill the Cast or Exploding Heads or 22 Shots or 700 other fucking podcasts. Goodbye, y'all. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work.